We've got something a little different this week. This week I'm going to do a double release. Both of these episodes are with a bloke called Jody Lowe. The first episode, Jody and I sat down and he told his story. It was an interesting conversation. However, we were supposed to get to the the never-ending distraction and chaos that we exist in, and we never quite got there. So I sat back down with Jody and did another one. That's going to be released with this one. It was an excellent conversation sitting down with Jody. Hearing a journey like his, it's proof that we can all change and evolve and, and see things from another direction. Use critical thinking and common sense to see through some of the stuff that we're going through. The chaos never ends, guys. All right. So this is this one's going to be called an introduction. And I found Jody through Facebook. He's a pretty prolific Facebook content provider, and it, it focuses around the chaos. However, it's excellent to sit down, and he has a very unique perspective. So give him a like, give him a follow. I'll chuck his links in the show notes. That's it, guys. What we're going to use is, and there's the kookaburras in the background. Got to love Australia. Kookaburra is my spirit animal, actually. That's a conversation for another day. We're going to use Oliver Anthony's Rich Men North of Richmond for the next for these two episodes at least. And for those living down under, I used to live in Victoria. Canberra is north of Richmond, if we're talking about Richmond in Victoria, outside of Melbourne. That song, I've never seen a song in my life stir as much soul in people regardless of colour, creed or religion. It's rare that a song like that comes along and does what it does and it can't be understated. That's a protest song. And everybody, regardless of colour, creed or religion, agrees with that song. You know, when are are we going to just agree that we agree over most stuff? And we can sort out the rest later, but we all agree that the bullshit that's going on is not cool. And we all know, to quote him, they think you don't know, I know that you do. Enjoy this one, guys. Uh, we're going to be sitting down with Jody on a semi-regular basis just to continue to explore the chaos and ways around it and you know, talk about our individual paths and involvements and stuff and some tools you can have in the toolkit. Look forward to this one. I enjoyed it. And that's it, guys. We're on Patreon, Unlocking the Code. Give us, if look, you want to swing a couple of bucks our way, that'd be awesome. If not, totally cool. Just just share and review five stars. You know the drill, guys. Enjoy this one. Take care. Talk soon. Cheers. I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay, so I can sit out here and waste my life away, drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame. What the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Oh, it is. Living in the new world with an old soul. These rich men know the rich men.
politicians look out for miners and not just miners on an island somewhere lord we got folks in the street ain't got nothing to eat and the whole beast milk and welfare What the world's gotten to For people like me People like you Wish I could just wake up And it not be true But it is Oh it is Living in the new world With an old soul These rich men know the rich men Lord knows they all Just wanna have total control you do and then i don't think you know but i know that you do because your dollar ain't shit and it's taxed to no end cause the rich men know the rich men Selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay. Welcome back, everyone. We've got another first time guest to unlocking the code tonight. We'll welcome Jody Lowe to the podcast. How are you, mate? Ben Tank. I can't talk now. <laughs> ben, ben Tank. Fang Tang Stink. There you go. Fang See, the thing is, man, we create words here at the UTC and we just created a new <laughs> word. So yeah. I'm totally happy. So you're Fang Tang Stink. That's yeah. great, man. Um, mate, you're pretty prolific on Facebook where you, you got a lot of videos and you've been trying to navigate the chaos yourself. Um, and, you know, we had a bit of a chat before we turned the mics on. And I think for your listeners as well, as well as mine, uh, you you didn't come to you came to us through the chaos you woke up was that the term you want to use or do you want to you became aware or what what do you, what term doesn't really matter what the term is but what's uh, um, where'd you come from mate what are you doing here um yeah i sort of i sort of had a rough not a rough one i had a a, a different upbringing um as a lot of people do and um i probably found myself around 30 found myself um, super successful, going really well, had um, strong business, strong family, um, you know, and then at, um, through divorce, um, in, in the space of about four years in the in early 30s, I lost I lost my stepdad, which was my only dad um, or only father figure. I lost the father-in-law because of the divorce type thing. It wasn't a divorce, but it was a 16-year separation with three kids involved, so it was messy. Yeah. Uh, lost my granddad, who was the sort of only male, strong male figure in, in my life outside of that. Mm-hmm. And and over the next couple of years, I, I lost I lost a lot of money on, in the separation, and then I lost my business, um, a business up north. So my mental oh. health went, um, my mental health went to shit pretty quick. And what what's the timeline on this? Is this is this pre the chaos, or this is during? Or oh, this is this is uh, sixteen years ago. So yeah. I'm forty six. I'm forty six. So this is sixteen yeah. years ago. So, yeah. um, so previous to that. 
on the on the early side of um, my 30s, everything I touched had turned to gold, um, and and I had found my way out of uh, the dark um, the darkness of a uh, of my upbringing. Um, you know, from up to 20, where you know alcohol gambling would would have definitely been in my future, and drugs to some degree. Mm-hmm. I was a smoker, um, out of out of shape, um, and and I monkey see, monkey do. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I I turned the corner when I had my first daughter. I'm trying to pull my finger out of my ass. I had my first daughter at 20 years old. 20 um, a month later, I'm 21. Mm-hmm. Um, partner at the time's 19, um, and shit gets real pretty quickly for me. So you know, I'm, uh, I've always been a um, a jovial sort of um, guy. So you know, quick witted, um, coal miner. Uh, you know, so it's plenty of disposable income for a young for a young idiot. And so that, that wasn't really too much of an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, it can get you in more trouble than it. Um, yeah, that's true. It, create, it, it can create more issues than it solves. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Particularly <laughs> when they hear that you're a coal miner. Yeah. It's like, and, you know, they can see the, the, the greenness in you, like, oh, mm-hmm. this idiot. He, yeah. So you he think he's going to be a world beater, you know, like, yeah. oh, come on in, Mr. Coal Miner. We've got, you know, we've got the car for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So. So yeah, that's all that led me on a journey. I, I followed more along the path of the um, leadership that I'd never sort of seen before of the father-in-law at mm-hmm. the time, um, mm-hmm. the ex-father-in-law, and um, he sort of he was the he was the rich dad of the rich dad poor dad series for me. So I became sort of a big fan of reading for the first mm-hmm. time in a long time. And okay, went, I went down the Robert Kiyosaki rich dad poor dad scenario. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty famous books at the time about property mm-hmm. investment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one, two, three, four. Greenhouses and a red hotel later. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm kicking goals at 30. Um, untouchable in my eyes. And it all come crashing down. It all come crashing down, though. It all come crashing down, though, didn't it? That's right. Yeah. And and I describe that um, these days now I know a lot more about the world, the systems that drive it, as um, as a moron, um, a moron who had a boogie board that went out thinking that he was, you know, uh, some sort of had some sort of surfing ability, caught a wave in, you know, waving to the shore, look at me, you know, it's yeah. this easy, you know. And you, um, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't see the one that was behind it, did you? you didn't see yeah, and then, yeah, and it just pumped me. <laughs> when I, eventually when it when it sort of worked out that the ability was, um, you know, my ambitions and my ability were two different things. And, yeah, um, mixed up a little, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and look, it dumped me on the beach and it um, filled me full of sand and the tide washed back out, waited to ready for the next wave. Mm-hmm. I laid, laid there um, probably 10 years um, in real terms. Yeah. Um, yeah. Laid there feeling sorry for myself about this wave. And mm-hmm. five years into that, feeling sorry for me part as playing the victim. You know, I got up and ran out with me broken boogie board and determined to catch this next wave, this next big thing. And, you know, when, you know what you like when you when you don't get that rhythm, you just keep and get pumped by those waves trying to get back out to that one good ride. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm not, you know, I'm not, these are surfing references. I'm just trying to yeah. make it easy for people to visualise it. It's all right. It's all right. Um, but yeah, that's that was me. You know, so I, you know, my mental health declined. I had a had a massive um, anxiety um, and depression issue come on about a year or so after losing my business. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went back to what I did, um, what I knew to do best, which was coal mining. So it's always good to have a, a doctor's wage as a backup for yeah. when you're out yeah. trying your um, trying your wares in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I um, and I sort of 
I sort of got stuck in the in the why me. I didn't realise I was in the why me. I got stuck in the why me. I got stuck in the victim, and, and I yeah. um, and I, and I, I'm, I really became. I've always been really good at um, if I stick my mind to something, I, I, I learn it pretty quickly, and I can. Um, I'm usually well versed in it. That comes from having a pretty tough stepdad, um, you know, who would question everything and never, never praise or reward anything. So mm. it didn't matter how good you were; it was only about how bad you were, and. And so if you were going to mess with him or if you're going to debate with him or if we even got a conversation out of it because he most, you know, most days he um, would basically pretend like I didn't exist. <laughs> it was easier for him to ignore me than, um, than have to um, entertain me yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. So it was, a, it was a walk in the door, a quick hello on the other door, you know, um, to, do his, to do his thing. And, and that's all life really was about with him. So I... I um, in later years, you know, once I started working out that his trauma was causing my trauma, um, you know, it's sort of you start realizing how yeah. how long that sort of stuff's been getting handed down and, and why I was where I was at. So, well, the thing is, mate, I think we've got to be cycle breakers, Jodie's. You know, it's it's we, you know, I did that in my family as well. You know, and and, uh, and you've got to be the father you didn't have. Basically, you've got to you know, step up or, or, or shut up. And I think, you know, when you get handed these, I like to call them smackdowns from the universe, right? And because that's what it is, right? You, you probably got a little too big for your boots and, and you know, the universe is, but also through that, there's also learning, which I imagine that uh, you learned a great deal in that process. And, you know, spending 10 years in the hole, you know, look, I, I suffered depression and anxiety and until about 33, really. Um, from a very young age and to the point where I didn't um, it, it wasn't anything different to me mate you know what I mean that was just my life I you know yeah. um, until I met a, a good friend and a mentor of mine Franco he's, he's been on the show early on he's currently I don't know where he is he's around Australia somewhere but um, anyway he just kept poking me until the whole bloody lot come crashing down you know what I mean um, yeah. and you begin to as you say you start understanding trauma generational trauma uh and then your own trauma tacked onto that your own decisions and your own failings and stuff like that so 10 years so what's that so where are we up to we were you went back coal mining was that mid late 2000s somewhere in there <coughs> yeah i um yeah so i sort of as soon as i got as soon as i got that money back into my hands i was lucky not to be bankrupted on the other end of my business loss but um you know sort of wanted to rebuild Rome and quickly and I wanted to, you know, um, catch that wave. And so I, I threw every bit of money and every bit of time I had into back into starting, restarting a subdivision company, you know, buying multiple houses, you know, doing what I, doing what I had done well the previous decade. And, um, and the, the market had turned on me by then. So not only, you know, I, I compressed and compounded uh, my ignorance into the, into the market further and further, you know, yeah. The more the harder I tried to win it back, you know, basically like a, a sad gambler at the table, you know, just like one yeah. more spin. You know, this will be this will be the spin. This will be the one. This will be the one. This will be the one. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I tied hands, and and um, and the, and the part of me that I was saying about when I sort of segued off with my stepdad was, you know, like at work I became um, uh, I started realizing that my body was breaking down. Um, I'm a ultra competitive person and uh, meaning that you know two flies on the wall you know bet your five bucks is not is, is a as a fun thing to do but like 
me and you standing there throwing a piece of paper at a bin. If I see you throw a piece of paper bin and it bounces off the side, I'd be like, I've got to grab that piece of paper. I'm going to have a shot. Yeah, right. Um, okay. Yeah. You know, so it's sort of like, you know, and that's most of my friends everywhere I went. If I'd go and visit a certain friend, he was a gym fanatic. So we'd go to the gym and it'd be like, how much, you know, how much can we lift? And mm-hmm. I go to another friend and he was like, he's a golf fanatic, you know, and I was pretty handy at golf. It'd be, you know, who could play golf? And then if mm-hmm. it's tennis, it was golf. So there's always been something about me that's been modeled around that competitive nature. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been a B grader and just every, I've played nearly every sport competitively in the country mm-hmm. and always been a B grader at it, <laughs> you know. So, um, but people think that the competitiveness means that um, I want to beat you. And it was never, it's never really been about that. It's been about I want to be the best version of myself yeah so i can whip i can whip your ass off 20 by 20 shots and and shoot a bad score for myself for what i'm what i'm capable of and it would be um wouldn't matter wouldn't matter that you beat me wouldn't matter that you beat me no that's right it'd be disappointing to me i was out there playing against myself because that's just what i you know the way that i've been built you know as growing up it was sort of an only child you know i didn't have that that, father do you think that um i mean that can serve you obviously but it also can be a disservice as well, can't it? You know, like it is—is is that something that you're exploring as well? The disservice of that nature of your of that part of your nature? Absolutely. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, like it's—it's it's the best of me and the worst of me. Mm. Um, you know, so, and simultaneous. Like, I mean, you know, my wife is an energy healer. She teaches me about duality and the and the um and the necessity of duality in this planet and and how they work hand in hand. And they and have to. Balance. Yeah, yeah. They have to. Yeah. yeah. And, yep. And and the balance is the meeting point between those two opposite poles. Absolutely, that's the that yeah. we call that. So there's a whole. Uh, I don't want to segue. I want to come back to what you're saying, but we that's the triptych, man. Right. So yeah. it's the left, the right, the dark, the light, the masculine, the feminine, and you know what we're trying to achieve is is the god self or the goddess self. You know the yep. the the best yeah. version of ourselves. You know, and we can only yeah. do that through acknowledging the dark and the light and being both at the same time. It's it's that's the never ending journey, Johnny. You know what I mean, mate. That's the never ending yeah. journey. Yeah, you know. And it's it's a beautiful um, it's a beautiful dance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you really start to understand it and see it in yourself and become the observer of yourself rather than the, the operator. Yes. Um, very 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 yeah. difficult to do and maintain. However, it's oh, sure. uh, it's it's an it's if you once you taste that it's. Um, it's very much uh, something you're continually chasing, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it it is. I mean, the motto from all my I've got, I've got two different companies. One, you know, one for the mental health side, and one for just a basic overall well, sort of a wellness wellness marketplace. And it's always been the cha- you know chasing chasing the ability to always be better and never settle, never settling for best, mm-hmm. um, because you know best is such a, an overrated word. Um, because the reality of it is um, nobody's, nobody achieves best and then stops there. But best would sit at the hierarchical type of word. You'd always say best is here. Mm. And so when people look to best, they're always looking to get to somewhere where they should be looking beyond that. Because once you get the best, if you stop there, then you won't be the best for long. The thing is best is, is perspective though, isn't it, mate? Every, there's always going to be someone better than you, man. It doesn't matter correct. what you're doing. Doesn't matter what you do. There's going to be someone better than you. There's going to be someone worse than you. And, and that's why I like better. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you know, that's why I like waking up every day to be better. Hmm. 
Oh. It doesn't matter that I'm, I might be the best that I've ever been, but I still want to be better tomorrow. Well, one of the things that uh, I, I do do teach in the classes and have said on the on the show before is you just got to be a better human than you were yesterday, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's your aim every day. It doesn't matter what you yeah. did yesterday. You, you get up today. Can you be a better human than you were yesterday? Just for yourself, for your family, for everybody around you in your profession. You know, there's you can always be better. There, there and yeah. I think the quest for perfection. I don't think I'd say it's a waste of time. You know what I mean? It's all these classic cliches, isn't it, mate? It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. However, it's true. That is absolutely true, you know? Yeah. Um, well, mine, mine, is, mine is just a quest for growth yeah. because um, I've seen what perfect looks like in this world and it's not it's – a, it's a myth and it's a lie. And yeah, it's really – The people that usually portray themselves as that, are faking, faking until they make it. Uh, mate, anyone, anyone that says they're the grand poobah master, you know, that immediately for me is like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, no, you're not. <laughs> like, no, and and yeah, and you, this, and that's, yeah. we, I know that I know nothing, Jody. You know what I mean? Yes, I've got two hundred and something. Who never knows thousands of hours and blah blah blah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. you know, of the screen that we're looking at each other on, it's one pixel, man. That's how much I know. Yeah. I know nothing. Yeah. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be happy if I knew that. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? That's but, the thing. Right. Yeah, when I when I learned how to cut and paste in Excel, you know, I thought I was a jury. Um, <laughs> and seven years later, in office works, you know, I'm 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 at I'm at half a percent, and I'm yeah. and I'm feeling pretty pretty handy because people come and ask me how to do things. Yeah. Um, hey. So the bar is set so low these days to be an expert in something. It really is. Um, you know, it really is. Um, Something that I tell when I, I so I train I like to train coordinate up and coming coordinators and supervisors how to um, navigate the systems of um, all things that um, probably wokeism has fundamentally created for them to be uh, looking Dealing after these days. Yeah. You're not you're not just a supervisor of the job. You know you're the you're the risk holder. You're the you're the document uh, controller. You know yep. you are the mental health counsellor. You know you are the inclusion and diversity specialist. Yeah. Um, you know you, you are all things. You're all things these days in those roles. So, you know, I, I try and um, try and teach teach that sort of stuff. But before I get myself off. Um, no, well, we diverted, mate. So, so hold your competitive, your body was breaking, which, you know, how old are we now? How old are we? What are we talking? How old are you now? Uh, so I ruptured a disc in my spine. I ruptured, ruptured I blew my knee out playing football at 26. I ruptured a disc in my spine at 27. Um, took a year to sort of recover. 31, I come back. Um, 30. Two, I come back mining. A year into it, I blow my back out again. A year later, I blow my knee out for the second time. I'm done. So competitive, competitive sports, I'm done. So, so how did you handle can, that? Was that was that? Did the depression follow that as well? Like massive, yeah, massive. Because you know, to, your physical lose, ability is now gone. Co- correct. Yeah. Um, and, and an active dad, you know, sort of thing. So, um, you know, I, lo- I lose that, and unfortunately, or fortunately. Um, but work becomes my competition. You know, so I, I um, you know, I, I start competing at work basically because that's the only place left that I can I, I can be um competitive. Yep. And and the goal is always to beat the beat the opponent. Mm-hmm. Um and I was good. <laughs> like I was good. That you know, like I, I was I was, you know, very well versed. Um wasn't to be I was a formidable opponent and um and I knew my stuff and and the results of that were um, very evident, um, but that you know the 
the the opposite side of that was you know more more drama for my mental health than than the success was ever going to make the, so the was money this, was making you, no difference you were being competitive on a coal mine is that what we're doing yeah i'm an underground coal miner right so i mean that's not yeah, man, there's 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 some aggressiveness there. Like if you're trying to achieve and apply that competitive spirit in that environment with those men as well, which aren't going to take too well to you competing with them. Uh, no, it's an it's an alpha. It's an alpha. Absolutely, for sure. Oh, guys, I spent 16 years for you, man. I I went I was underground gold for a little while. Yeah, uh, above ground. Uh, yeah, all sorts, man. Oil and gas, geothermal. You know what I mean? Like oh, it's it's yeah. it's an alpha. It's an alpha dog uh, environment. So did you it's, succeed? It's grade, How did you go? <laughs> it's a it's grade thirteen and and onwards of high school. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's the same principles of the jocks. It's the same yeah. principles of the nerds. It's the same bully mentality. Like, mm-hmm. um, I I was um. So you're but yeah, you're like depressed. I'm, you're depressed at this time as well because your back's blown and he's done. I'm a high functioning anxiety freak. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I, I I'm literally. No, the busier, the more anxiety gave me, the busier I would be to to distract stop myself thinking about yeah, that. Exactly to distract yourself yeah. from the actual issue instead of correct. So yourself. you know, like I, I give the example. I took over. I, I um I took over a department that was struggling to uh, meet targets. They um I had a hundred people under me. The boss there had been gifted me from another department. They're like, he's amazing and he sorted everything out and we've got it all, but we just need a break because um, he's hard work. <laughs> Yeah, so you know we don't want him. We don't want him gone, but we just need a break. And, and my boss was con- uh, American, and he's like, he just brings me in, and he says, "Look, he tells me it's straight. You know, they need a break. You need a break from them. Um, you know, you've set everything, set the foundations up for them to have success. I'm new to this role. I don't know much about the underground space, and I don't trust anybody, but I trust you, even though I don't know you. So I have, would you work for me? And I said, I will. And he said, I want you to keep my people safe and keep me out of jail. They're my two two biggest directives that I've got for you. And I will give you the rope that you need and I will pull it when I see you barking, you know, too hard at somewhere yeah. because we both agreed that, you know, you, you do need to um, get, get it pull it again. Beautiful. He said, outside of that scope, go for gold. I'll be your umbrella. And so, yeah, we sort of, we you know, took over. Um, they had four coordinators in that section um, in, in within two months, Three of them would put complaints in about me to him, about just getting into it too much, lifting the carpet too much, flipping things on its head too much, you know, with legislation, legalities, budgeting. And, and they were feeling the pressure. So they thought, well, collectively we'll dob. So he removed all three of them from the department and kept me. So I took over the entire department in, in that space. Mm. And, you know, three, uh, two and a half years later, we we're, um, were two years, two years in a row under budget for mill. We're 700 days, 550,000 uh, man hour, um, RI, LTI, HPI free. So, you know, long-term injury, restricted injury, and, um, and a high potential incident um, free. For real? For, yeah. for real? Like actually? Or Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's so, so if they, if they like actually, absolutely no one lost time, yeah. no manipulation of the we, books. We, no. We've got, we've probably got a handful of um, what would have been in the old days, probably would have been. Classified as a restricted injury, meaning yeah. that they, you know, pulled pulled a muscle and they spent spent two days doing training paperwork up in the office or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. But when I started there, you know, the restricted injuries they were having was, you know, crushing crushed a finger, ripped a finger off the top of someone's bike, you know, dislocating mm-hmm. a shoulder, you know, underground 
mining is similar yeah. to underground gold, yeah. but it's such such close quarters for difference between an inch when you oh, strain yeah. it, no, when no, you strain no, it, like the difference. Yeah, yeah. Coal, coals are coals are different animal, man. Like we're chasing the yeah. same, you know what I mean. Whereas you guys are, yeah, it's a different animal for sure. Yeah, so you know, but but I've morphed, I've completely morphed into um, at thirty, you know, a, a genuine, empathetic, loving father. Um, you know, soft, you know, soft touch, um, there for my children, <laughs> you know, just, and, and by 30, by 36, uh, 37, you know, 38, I'm, I'm, um, I'm a beast, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm running, running these hundred guys. I've got multi, I've got my own little multiple companies, subdivision companies, you know, I'm, I'm coming in hot on days off to only see my children part time because they, I moved to where they were, um, moved with, where they had moved with their mother. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a wild, I'm a wild man on the grog. They'd never even seen me drink, you know. They'd never even seen me drunk before. Before I'd broken up, so up till my eldest girl was ten years old, they'd never even seen me drunk. I'm a good drunk. Don't get me wrong, you know. Like some of their funnest memories will be sitting around telling the stories about the time that you know <laughs> dad got teabagged while his mate, you know, passed out next to a fire, or yeah. dad, you know, dressed up, dressed up as four different idiots suits to come out and embarrass them at their sixteenth party, playing in the dark, wow. yeah. you know, like. That and that was the legacy of me was you know um, hide from the anxiety with massive amounts of work. I was going to say then, you are you are you, um, Franco used to say to me, mate. He used to say you're running up a mountain, right? And you can only run up that mountain for so long. Correct. So it came crashing down again. I imagine is that did COVID do that or is it prior to that? Yeah, no. So I was I was broken. I was broken just before COVID. So um, I had pretty much hit the wall. I had. Um, Did you see that? I mean, I'm curious to know from your because obviously, you know, I've listened to a lot of your content. I can hear your perspective now. You're not that man anymore, right? No. Um, however, in that, in the hole that you're in, did you see the wall coming, or did you just smash right into it? Oh, I saw the wall coming. I, well, I saw the wall as more of a like a I will I'll either run gonna, straight I'm, through. I'm, this yeah, I'm gonna leap the wall. Yeah, it. yeah. Yeah, now look, like, wall. Yeah, what well, well, fucking wall do you want to build it? Yeah, come on, mate. Yeah, I've got yeah. it. Don't you worry about me, oh, sunshine. I, I'm, I'm, I'd part like I'm, you know, because because I'm a jovial sort of half smart sort of person at best of times. Anyway, yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. the best. Like, like I said, it's the best and the worst of me. Like, um, you know, I, I um, it'll be. Wrong. I was known for, I was known for fav- famous things like, um, you know, walked out. I destroyed a guy in a meeting. This guy tried to try to one up me. I don't know. He was only a young bloke, new to new to the game, and he tried to one up me, and I was. I was notorious for just, I'd be on my phone working at meetings because I work best when I'm doing a couple of things at the same time and not sort of listening to the, the, you know, I had such a nonchalant attitude towards the rest of these idiots that I thought were, you know, beneath my knowledge and my ability, you know, so, and, 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 um, and, and no a lot of work. There's no I in team, mate, hey? A lot of a lot of them were, and there isn't a person on that site that most of the people that I had the biggest disagreements with wouldn't agree with me. But that's what they were. But me pointing it out, me being the me being the sole source of the the, the resistance against the morons in the in the industry that were risking people's lives and safety, and not like, let alone money for the for the shareholder mm-hmm. and the company. Mm-hmm. But there was no excuse. To, that was just the excuse that I used to justify my own um, toxic. Um, Unchecked behavior. Yeah, you're you're period. projecting. You're projecting on oh, that poor bloke. Absolutely. Right? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I destroy this young bloke, and I've got a I've got a team of leaders behind me. You know, I've got six or seven coordinators, um, 20, 20 supervisors, and a project manager that sort of direct report to me. And we and I destroy him in this meeting. Like I could have I could have let him down. I could have given him the information. 
but I wanted to make sure this young bloke didn't walk into my domain anymore and, so, and try and, try and one-up me. So I, the boys go, well, boy, that was brutal, you know, like, and they're sniggering and they're giggling about it because they're glad it's not them. And I said, you know, a lion doesn't lose sleep over running down a gazelle. Yeah. Watch. What a, what a wanker. Hilarious. And, and see, and, and this stems back to my, um, this stems back to my stories about being a bully. So I'll, I'll unpack where I got to a little bit for that, mm. um, for the story of sadness of how I lost everything to become this person. It starts a long way back in, in the, um, in the protection of myself as a soft, soft young boy, um, you know, bullied brutally, um, you know, not brutally, but bullied pretty badly at school. You know, how are you preaching the choir, man? Yeah, I had, I had a cheeky, I had a cheeky mouth. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Uh, oh yeah, say that, that was their only. Hey, Jody, that was their only defense, man. That was their Co- only defense. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, and, and, and I had it. And hey, I, I bet you, man. Look, our stories. Our, I'm, I'm trying not to interrupt you, but our stories are echoing nah. a lot um, for different ways, different things. But yeah. Um, you know, and the, I mean, Jody said this. My name, my name's Triffin. His name's Jody. We we know we we are we're, we're brothers for that reason. That our, our the labels that we were given uh, dictated our existence to a degree. Um, and yeah, as a, you, you, the only defense you have, because I, I you know, and look, you you're quick witted. I'm the same man. I pick something up. You know what I mean? Like I was before. I mean, I got a jungle virus in 2013. Nearly died up in Papua New Guinea. That's what ended my project management slash. You know, I used to manage multi million dollar projects and stuff uh, all through Southeast Asia. Um, yep. But after that, after I nearly died from a jungle virus, which then sort of the podcast and everything comes out of that for me. You know what I mean? I'm a little yep. bit younger than you, however, um, you know, very similar stories. You know, and and it's like. Yep being a smart ass is all we had back then. You know what I mean? Like, because we're quick witted and you could point out yeah. that the big dumb idiot, what he was doing and they didn't like being told. So you get beaten. <laughs> it's, it's, it is yeah. what it is, man. It is what it is. I wore my beatings and badges of honor because it, all, it was almost um, fundamentally part of the hierarchical system of schooling back where I come from in central Queensland. I mean, oh, you like, had to take it. You had to take it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, like it, it got to, it, it got to the point where you know most most of my older older schooling life, I had a we had a uh, a regimented sort of time frame around my bullying. You know, it's like so at eight o'clock I'd have to be at a certain place to be beaten up, because if they had to come find me to beat me up, you know, it would be like worse beating up. So you know, okay, be May there by eight. May as well be there by eight. So you know, like, be so there so by so, eight. so did so. So you you weren't you you didn't because I mean I you morphed into the bully is that what happened right so through the divorce yes. and everything else like that but you weren't till that point is that correct is that what you say no no he was it, so this is that's why I sort of went back and went look I, I don't want to play the, the the sob story of you know life turned on me and I just turned into something else so he he was he was a big part of my life the bully from a long time ago yeah absolutely he had all, he'd always been there but he was my defense mechanism from when I was younger. I had it, you know, look, my stepdad was a pretty hard man and a very, um, very slick tongued person. You know, he would hurt me a lot, a lot more with words. Some days I wish I got beaten. You know, mm. kids talk about beatings and that sort of stuff, you know. Psychologically, um, you know, it's, it's harder, yeah. It, it, it is. It lasts longer than the bruise, um, you know, and um, and I could take a beating, you know, don't, you know, that's cool. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's all right. <laughs> so, that's fine. You know, like, Do your worst, man. Uh, yeah, anyway. I get it. I think the attention of the beating was probably almost like what I probably wished I was getting at home, rather than the, you know the ignorance of the insufferance, intolerance of just walking past and just shrugging their shoulders at me, or you know just flipping of the yeah. flipping of the you know your, your your mother's child sort of thing. And um and 
and that you know that's that's not a poor me thing. That's just an understanding of no, what mate, the, the, the thing is. The thing is, Jody, we we all have our story, mate. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think one of the things we need to let go of, like I know, as I listen to a lot of your stuff, it's like we all need to recognise it, it just because we've got similar-ish stories, right? Um, yep. It it and I can I can relate to your trauma very very personally. Yep. It doesn't mean the next bloke the next bloke doesn't have his own trauma, right? and the next the next woman doesn't have his own trauma her her own trauma, right? Um, in order to move forward in this big grand game, we all need to stop messing and going. It's not a woe is me thing. It's in order to understand yourself, you must look through your trauma and 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 understand that how the journey got to you, where from wherever you were to wherever you're going. The, it's not a poor me thing, right? This is this is you sharing your experience, and we yeah. all have our own experience, for better or worse, right? And I think, excuse me, once we recognise that in each other, you know, it's it, we can release that a little bit because it's like, look, no one got out of it alive. I don't think you know what I mean. I think it's just variation. Yeah. I think it's just variation, man. Yeah, it, absolutely, and by design. Um, again, by design, you know, like, um, so yeah, anyway, so like, I'm, I'm bullied pretty hard in my junior years to the point where the bully calls me out for a fight. And in the end, I'm just like, okay, I will. And I go outside and, um, find, find out that I was okay with the, with, with the hands and I give him a, a towel. And, and I didn't walk away from that with any other, with any other thing other than I grabbed that crown, I put it on my head and I'm never letting someone hurt me again. Mm-hmm. So I became the, the aggressor in every situation, you know, and I, I attacked. Um, I attack everything in life as though it's going to hurt me. It's going to beat you. Yeah, right. So, so yeah. So I'm the first, when I walk into a room, the first thing I do is insult somebody with a with a witty one liner. <laughs> Shoot, everyone laughs. Ha <laughs> ha. Except the person. And and that and that was what it really underpinned me becoming the mouthy bully that I was. And it's the thing that probably um, I always talk about with, with bullying and that sort of stuff during school. You know, I bullied a lot of kids on and. And I was a verbal bully, you know. I didn't beat, I didn't beat people up. Mm-hmm. I, I was the worst type of bully. Was the verbal bully because I used to say that when when ten kids were standing around watching me, if I was going to get beaten up by somebody, you know, ten kids were standing around watching. Nine of those kids were like, "Oh God, I'm glad it's not me." Nine of those kids didn't want to be the person beating up on me. They might watch it or they might allow it by not, you know, by not saying stop. Mm-hmm. But after the beating was over, there might have been a little bit of remorse for me. There might have been a bit of empathy for me, but they certainly weren't going to find me down the street later that day and also give me a beating. Mm. But when a person like me stands in a circle of 10 people and I'm giving verbal um, verbal bullying to somebody who used to be able to be so good at cracking the one-liner or, or giving them the nickname that they didn't like, that even though there was empathy in the circle, even though there was dislike for me in the circle, one or two of those people at least would call that person that same name later that day. Yeah. And and, and that bullying would continue even when I wasn't there. Mm. And that's why I always used to say that, you know, I look back at them, like the verbal bully is 10 times worse, the comedian bully is 10 times worse than the physical bully because my words lasted longer than the bruises ever would. That's true. Um, and, you know, and, a, but, but, but listening to your story, Jody, that's what you were getting. You were projecting from... For, for, for sure. And, yeah. and so, yeah, so anyway, so... He, he had gone, you know, he had gone away by the, by the time I'm 21 and looking after kids and I'm like, you know, I'm not going to be, I'm, I'm gonna not going to be. I'm going to be that man anymore. Parents. You know, I'm, I'm going to be this. I'm going to, you know, like I said, I didn't drink in front of my kids, I didn't smoke in front of my kids. They didn't hear me swear until they were 14 years old. You know, I set, I set all of the ground rules and, and not, 
it wasn't any real issue for me to do it. I didn't have to be some diligent monster, uh, you know, diligent militant sort of person to do it. I just, I just had goodwill. You just, good just my children. You, why you just chose a different path, mate? Didn't you? You didn't. You didn't want to be. You didn't want to be your stepdad. Or yeah, you didn't want to do what you saw. Yeah, correct. And and so flip back to where I was. Um, he had just come back out in me. Um, I had reverted to um, basically the ego shield that I had built back. You know, I built myself back those back in those days. I had. Um, and I had no aggression. I had no um, way to get aggression out either. I was, you know, very confused with my mental health issues. Just not, not understanding, having everything. I had, you know, a new beautiful wife by then. Um, you know, I had all the all the bells and whistles, the toys. You know, I was still, you know, rip fit. Um, Doesn't there, make there a difference, nothing... man. Doesn't make a difference. Correct, but this is what you know. This is the confusion that comes yeah. because sometimes it's easier to be at rock bottom and, and understanding, oh, well, I'm feeling like shit and I'm anxious because I'm at rock bottom. But when you're not actually at rock bottom and you're still feeling that same way, it's it can be quite confusing. So, well, it's very, I think so, the thing is you, you've got to go through the looking glass of, of how hollow everything you've been taught that, you, that they say means something doesn't, right? All the toys, all the houses, all the coin doesn't mean anything, really. Like, it, it, it's, it's yeah, cool. It's yeah, it's it's fill in the hole, fill in the hole in the heart space. I say, like, that's, yeah, that's exactly what you're doing, man. That's exactly what you're doing. Yeah, that's exactly. an endless hole. So, um, yeah. So I start, I start thinking to myself, okay, well, there's this is this is a bit of a family thing. There's things in the family that, that there's lots of people um, in my family that have similar issues with this, and we all have different lifestyles, and we all have different, you know, um, things, but we're all lows by blood. So you know, I'm thinking, okay, well, let's let's um. Let's do what I do when there's some problems, and let's let's look at more angles than one. So I'm, I'm like, okay, well, what what is this? So I start looking into you know a bit of brain science stuff, and and I, I quickly find my way to the sugar versus fat. Um, oh, that's and, a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good so one. So I quickly find my way to the sugar versus fat sort of triangle and the and the science. Um, and, and I've never been a conformer to anything. You know, what I mean, like I I I walk my talk. Um, I do my own thing. I don't need policing. I don't, you know, and, and it's a big part of my training that I do with people, understanding reactive cultures, police mm-hmm. cultures, dependent cultures and independent cultures. So, you know, I, I'm a, a proud um, advocate of, you know, policing myself and, and I had done that for a long time. So um, I lost my train of thought. Sugar versus fat. Sugar, sugar versus fat, sorry. So I'm, I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into this and heal myself. And then all of a sudden I, I start looking at this thing and go, hang on a minute, like, I don't really trust. I don't care for government. I don't care for the policing and the ruling that sort of stuff. But this looks to me like blatant, obvious manipulation of the system through money. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. The, the sugar. The sugar paid the scientists to say that fat was bad when it wasn't bad. Yeah. 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 And what do you know? Fat's free. Yeah. Yeah. And it's <laughs> and good for you. What do you know? Sugar's not. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So yeah. So I start reading into the principles of the you know the sort of cholesterol. Um, you know the cholesterol um, basically being the Cholesterol is um, good, man. Most cholesterol. Yeah, the cholesterol, the cholesterol level and cholesterol basically being the transport to for certain things to split off into the you know five main hormones that you need. Yeah, yeah, the receptors in the brain, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So without being scientific or trying to talk scientific into it, I, I sort of start off down that path with this with this error of caution of like everything I'm starting to read over here, like this is horseshit, and yeah. and I'm really starting to question the system. And, and along comes COVID. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I'm already, I'm already into this world, um, and 
So, so, so sugar versus fat really was your first conspiracy, was it? Is that was, was that your first, was that your cherry? The sugar. Versus- uh, yeah, I guess I guess I I, I um, dropped my nut on that. Um, yeah, for the first time, sort of that was the. Yeah, that's, mean, a, always, that's a juicy one too. The whole food pyramid, the sugar, like it's it's been manipulated yeah. from the fifties. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but I'm um, you know like particularly like um like I said from twenty one to thirty one, I'm I'm six beers a year, and no cigarettes. Um, mm. you know, never drugs, and you know I'm 80, 80 kilos. You know, and as close to abs as you can get without taking supplements to to yeah, help without you without, Mexi- without Mexican supplements. Yeah, yeah. C- correct. No, so I, and so, so I'm, I'm highly aware of my own energy, my own food eatings, and and they don't really align with any of the cautionary sort of. Um, well, I think everybody's different as well, mate. You know what I mean? You've got correct, to go, correct. Mate. and that's what you know. Like I, I had just dismissed it over the years, going, look, look, you know, there's there's 24 million at the time, you know, people in this in this country alone. Like, what, what's the chance that you know the what's the chance that everybody's going to have? The same eating requirements. So let's start with a basic understanding for the, you know, for, for everybody, and you just, you know, sort of work your way into that. And then, and then when I find out that the whole thing's a, a hoax, mm-hmm. and 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 not just a hoax for money, a hoax that has has some has and is having some massive detrimental effects, unbelievable on, effects on, yeah, on, yeah. on health. Um, you know, the, the the suicide, depression, anxiety rate is through the roof. The um, body fat, um, you know, the body fat and general health is plummeting mm-hmm. body fat's going up i mean but the yeah, actual yeah. general health of people you know obesity well i mean you've, you've um, only got it yeah i mean there's that there's the classic one look at photos of people in the beach in the 70s man there's no fun yeah the, the, the fat person is an aberration whereas it's not now yeah, yeah. Look, the, the sugar fat thing's interesting man i remember the um so look yeah i mean not too much of my look long story short when i came out because when i got my jungle virus i was 85 kilos jacked 10 percent body fat right and then basically i spent eight months sleeping um sleeping 20 hours a day eating pasta a lot of drugs a lot of pain meds like crazy i, I don't it. The, the, the listeners have heard it before but um you know coming out of that i'd put a lot of weight on right and then yep. that was sort of like i remember it was a it's quite funny actually you get in these mental spaces right and I remember a guy, one of my students, I became a teacher and look, I, I knew I had had some weight, I had weight on, but I was still recovering from the virus. And it was, a, it was a, it was rebuilding every single muscle in my body, Jody, like every single one, basically. Yep. Everyone had gone into atrophy, the whole, my whole body pretty much didn't have to learn how to walk again, but it was, wasn't far off. You know what I mean? Um, yep. Yep. And then, yeah, one of my students, I was showing a photo of PNG before I got sick, right? Cause I took some project photos and stuff. And uh, one of the students pops up from the back. Oh, I guess they didn't sell donuts over in PNG then, eh? Right? Because I was a little bit tubby, and <laughs> I'd been ignoring it. You know, the mental, the cognitive dissonance. I I knew, right? And I and I jumped on the scales, and I was like a hundred and fifteen kilos, man. I'm like, holy shit! And then the I knew already knew the sugar oh, versus fat thing, but then the, that sugar documentary came on, and they like monitor your sugar intake. Uh, and I did that over the course of one day, right? It's like, and I'd got a kilo of sugar and like I was consuming not, and I wasn't eating excessively, but I was still consuming three to 400 grams of sugar a day. Yeah. Uh, and on, bake- on a four star, on a four star strain health diet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, it, and it was like from that moment. Yeah. I was the same. I, I mean, I fast most days now. Um, yeah. And I've pretty much been, I don't know. 
88 to 92 kilos, depending on the day, uh, for years yep. now, for years now. Um, yep. you know, and, and, and that, that, that sugar versus fat thing, you know, like I eat, I, I fast most days, you know what I mean? You've got to find what works for your body. Um, and for you've sure. got to find, yeah, well, look, we're not getting any younger, Jody. You know what I mean, mate? We're both in our forties, uh, yep. and you, you've got to stay strong, but you've got to understand yep. how your body works and the, the fuel which your body appreciates. And I think the key is everything in moderation, including moderation, mate. You know what I mean? Like yep. it's, it's, you, it's one thing to be disciplined. If you don't give yourself any release valve, you, you, you turn into a different kind of monster. You know what I mean? Because it, yes. you've got no release there. That's so right. yeah. Um, oh, sugar versus fat. Yeah. Cause I, that was, that's it. And that, the thing is the depth to that, if that was your first mm. rabbit hole, man, you would have been. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's what I said. Like, um, I think, I think I was always sort of aware of things because the ex-father-in-law had been um, pretty. You know, he had a wide range of topics in his head, but most most involved money or sort of progression of money. But he was they were farmers, so you know, I, I had learned a lot about um, farming. I was I was a heavy-handed unionist, as as you can imagine. You know, being in the mines, being a young a young um, gun with a tongue. Um, so oh, yeah, but you would have been you would have been good you would have been good for those guys. Yeah, yeah. so they they'd feed me sending me and I and I would um I'd be able to recite some legislation to to um, belittle and befuddle the um the, the mine operators that you know that sit up in front of me. So um they had a great time um you know feeding me bullets and letting me do that, thinking that I was um thinking that I was a world beat and we had all the power then, so we you know we abused it. Um, viciously abuse it and, and play the big part in um, losing it i was just going to say that's the problem man you know what i mean it's like the the unions overplayed their hand uh they did you can't say you, you boys did Every, everybody it. everybody in power has yeah you know like um you know I, I, there's a video that i do that says you know about the pen, power of pendulum a uh, pair of the pendulum and the swing that comes with the change and i said any time that you find yourself on the on the outgoing tide of a swinging pendulum um, that's really hurting you, that probably means you abused the power when you had it in your favour. It's true. Because, it, you know what I mean? Like, so if you're really hurting when that power gets taken away from you, so, you know, if you're getting defunded as the police when, mm -hmm. when the Black Lives Matter takes over, you probably abused your power. Yeah, they you went know, too far getting, in one direction, yeah. Correct, and you know, so when it swings against you, you know, you, you realize that you've done this, you've done something wrong. So I'm, I'm always talking about what what can you do in your day to make that pendulum um, as stable as possible. So the swing is, you know, the swing is such that you know, Liberal and Labor should never should never be, you know, all the way over here. That, that you know that um, that the unions are in control of everything, or all the way back over here, the man is in control of everything. I mean, he's got to. But it's interesting. That's so. true, absolutely. But it comes back to, and isn't this fascinating? It comes back to the balance, man. Right? It yes. comes back to the balance. It that 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 pendulum effect reflects through everything, and it comes back to the balance. You know, so COVID. And so COVID. You 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 fell in. How how long before you smelled the bullshit at COVID? Well, so about. About four months before that, there was a project going on on site that had um, had a, had to be done. It was a big project. Nobody wanted anything to do with it. They needed they needed a someone who would bite the bone and, and roll it out. So it had to be rolled out, and in the in the sense when when miners are stubborn, it needed to be rolled out. Yeah. So I said, "Well, I'm good at rolling shit out. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll take that on." 
Uh, because it gave me more control and more and into the different departments to sort of clean up a bit of the shit that I didn't like as well. So anyway, so I took the hand up. I'm working with some um, some lower level people on this project, and I get to meet the, the owner of the company and the project. And he turns out to be one of my best mates from um, from high school that I hadn't seen or heard for you know fifteen uh, probably twenty odd years. And um, and I tell him about mental health, and I tell him that I'm trying thinking about starting some sort of company for men in mining and that sort of stuff. And, and we get talking, and I tell him my my theory for this app. The sporting app that I wanted to make um, to reconnect communities, to reconnect men, and reconnect um, you know give us the give as we get older, give us the um, ability to still be competitive without having to have long form competition sports and, and you know have the training and all this sorts of stuff because everybody's so time poor these days that you know if I was to say hey Drift, you want to play golf on the weekend, you'd be like oh fuck four hours, and if I could squeeze that in, but I'd say hey if you want to. You know, want to play the app and have a driving contest, you know, half an hour, beer, have, have a beer, do a driving game or a putting game or yeah. meet you the bowling green, whatever. Um, and so we get we get we get the fundamentals put down and we start building this app. So five five months into it, I hit um, I hit February, March of 2020 with my let's get let's get outdoors. <laughs> Let's uh, let's get let's get together let's get moving. Let's get moving. Yeah, let's, Everyone joined hands. Let's get and... let's get physical in the sun. Fun in the sun was the uh, one of the guidelines. Oh of yeah, the, yeah. Know, fun like, in the sun. Um, we couldn't can't do that, mate. I get vitamin D. Yeah, yeah. So so you know, like I've got Fauci on the other line going. Yeah. Uh, yes, he's saying fun in the sun. So fuck that off as well. Get a little fun in the sun. Uh, what else has he put his money into? Yes, getting outside. With yeah, no, we're not going outside D, anymore. Yeah, no, no, we're not going yeah, outside. Get rid of anymore. that, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, like. If I hadn't known better, I would have thought that he could hear me when I, every time I put some sort of fundamental principle behind my, my sporting app. Um, so you know, like I'm, 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 and I built, and I built scale too. You know, so I, I could have probably scrapped out a thirty thousand dollars shit, shit, shit show sort of, um, and, and you know, um, seeing seeing what I did and whatever. But I built, I built scale because the you know the ability and the connections that I had. Um, through the like, I was in mental health. Um, even though I was suffering from mental health myself, I, I was by that stage, um, you know, I'm seven years, seven eight years into the into the game of understanding how to control myself um, and how to get the best how to get the best results out of the instability of my um, control of what was going on. I had by then I had understood that the balance that was necessary um, to get through my life was um, my principles were spiritual, physical, intellectual, financial, and emotional. And, and I had sort of, I had seen so many people sort of be really, really good as I was in two of those categories, and three, three eventually that were nothing was good. No effort was put into them. Eventually, sort of caught up and, and created the imbalance that. Well, it does, mate. Make, exactly, yeah, exactly. They make you fall over, man. And look, that's a classic issue with men. Uh, it's a yeah. classic issue with men in the industry that you know we we have both been in. Um, you. But it's also there's an Aussiness to that sort of stuff as well, where we, we were never told that we were a multi-part being. It yes. Make the money, look after the family, hard enough, yeah. drink beer, don't complain, right? Um, you know, the, and, was, and the whole world is, and particularly even mining is built on. Um, you know, we also we don't like reactive places, workplaces. Legislation in mining is built on reactive. We kill someone, we write legislation. Yeah, that's we right. We broke a yeah. foot, we we wore a boot. We smashed yeah. a head, we wore a helmet. Yeah. So you know the fundamental principles of mining itself were reactive, and and men particularly were really great at that. And mm. and I so you know I, I do I, I used to do some work about talking about preventative versus mitigating strategies. Yeah, like absolutely. The, yeah. the whole the whole industry and the whole health thing, which I now see the devious side of it, 
at the time I was innocently sort of suggesting that we're not putting enough emphasis into the preventative maintenance of a critical failure of our health mm-hmm. and, um, and more, more money and funding and more talking points were put towards uh, mitigating strategies. So once you've already had your failure with your marriage, with your health, with your, with your brain science, you know, failing, um, you would go out the other side and you would be Which is what psychologist. Is that still about 80% in the mining game? Marriage yeah. failure, all that sort of stuff that used to be huge. About, yeah, suicide, suicide is huge. Marriage failures, marriage, marriage fail is huge. You know, just, oh look, man, um, addiction, know, I, addiction to alcohol yeah. and drugs oh, yeah. is huge. You know. Oh mate, I remember, I remember. Um, I don't know if I've told this story on the show before, but like, you know, the thing is about working FIFA is that, and I'm, you know, you know, you'd see the same. I got to see some really cool places, Jody. I got to see some really cool things. Uh, I did some really cool stuff. I, you know, solved some really cool problems. Um, uh, and you know, save some money and did all that stuff. You know what I mean? However, yeah. the mental health aspect of being in the middle of nowhere for a long time, whilst you've got a thousand cool stories, you know, we've all rocked in the corner. That if you're honest, if you work FIFO for over ten years, you've you've had your moments where you where you it was too much because it is an ultra competitive yeah. atmosphere. It is a fourteen yeah. hour. I mean, and look back in the day, you know, it was a, a you know fourteen hour fatigue management. No, that, that's not how it works, right? You you did the job till yeah. it was done, right? And then yeah, and you dealt with the fatigue later on with six beers, and then went back the next day. You know, like that's that yeah. was that was how it was done. That's how we did it. And you know, I remember, you know, one of the big formative things for the mental health thing from my is I, is I remember being uh, at a mine, and I think the thing with mental health and men is that we're not good at showing it right we're very good at sweeping it under the rug you know what i mean um and this guy i didn't know him very well um you know he wasn't part of my department but i sort of knew him we 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 messed around had a beard you know threw darts played pool sort of thing and um anyway he comes to breakfast with us one day and has a laugh you know i mean nothing was out of the ordinary at all and he goes oh i forgot something in my room and never came out, right? Now I didn't know. None of us knew, right? That that's what he was planning. That's what was going on. Um, and yeah, he came and had a laugh with us. And then, and again, same thing. All the toys, all the cash, all the you know, blah blah blah. Yeah. None of it makes a difference, man. You know what I mean? It's um, oh, absolutely. No. I mean, yeah. I agree. Middle middle man alone had we had um. <sighs> I think we had 11 kids under 23 commit suicide in that town alone, population of 4,000 people, 11 kids commit suicide before before I finished high school. Yeah. Um, you know, like, uh, the amount of times that I heard of or attended a funeral of a young kid in that town became so regular that it was it was just like, I didn't oh. Mean yeah, yeah, I got to go. It, yeah, absolutely. Was, yeah. Just. It was just, you know, look, it was so often, and and um, yeah. So anyway, so I'm I'm building this I'm building this website. I'm built and I'm and I'm looking after the wellness on site. Um, you know, I'm the inclusion diversity uh, counselor. So I'm I'm all Mister um, Destroy you if you if you mess with me. But I'm empathetic to the human cause. Um, you know, so I'm. This is my stepdad. This is my mum. You know, my mum is you know the most beautiful person in the world. Do anything for anybody. Never cause a problem in her life. And and uh, you know, Mr. Mr. Arrogant, sarcastic asshole over here, um, you know, 
I'll, I'll help you. And if you don't take my help, I will t- strangle you until you believe me that I'm trying to help you. And please drink I'm trying to help you. <laughs> drink the fucking water. You know what I mean? Like, um, what a what a you know muddled mess of a human. Yeah, that's that's, that's yeah, 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 yeah. I love you. I you love know, you. And, <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah, that's right. I'm I'm beating you for you. You know, like yeah. um. Yeah. And and um yeah, so this is you know, my office is called the Office of Tears. Like I have a massive office, like so big that my office is two times the size of the SSE on site because I walked into this massive meeting room one day and there's blokes in there that have this meeting in there once or twice a week and it was sort of so I just took over a back corner of it and eventually I sort of just said, Look, these are really just not doing much in here, get out. So I've got this office double the size of boardroom size table, three massive big things on my walls and and they call it the office of tears. You're either in there getting your ass handed to you for something they've done, or people are coming in there going, Oh, I was just wondering about this. Oh, you know, so I sit down. Oh, well, no, I didn't really need to. Sounds like you need to talk. What's going on? And, you know, then they're like, Oh, my socks were wet two days in a row. Oh, you know, like, or, or, or some realistic ones of like, you know, my, my, my daughter's just, my daughter's just had a relapse back into cancer. Yeah. You know, like, so I, I Every every end of the possibility of the spectrum of people in there crying, you know, telling me their problems because I was the only hope for someone to listen to them, other than having to go and get help. And that's what really sort of made me realise that you know we, we you know, we, we, when do we drink water? When we're thirsty? When when do we put a dust mask on? When we see dust? When should we put it on? You know, when when we're at work because yeah. the dust the dust that hurts us is invisible to us. You know, like yeah. When do we stop from fatigue? When we've swung the hammer one too many times and nearly smashed the workmate beside us in the shin, you know, like when do we get help with our relationship after she's already been found, after she's packed the kids up and left and then we go and get some intervention sort of work, you know, all, all of these things are, are after the facts and the same yeah. is when do we get help with our mental health? Well, we have complete and utter failure or breakdown or whatever and then we and then we go to a psychologist or hopefully if not a psychiatrist, you know, we get medicated, we end up at doctors, you know, and um, so yeah, I, I started. I started understanding not how to fix myself. I started being the Wimbledon coach of understanding how to how to tell someone how to be to win Wimbledon, but never being able to win Wimbledon myself. Like I yeah. couldn't control my own mental health because I wasn't looking. I wasn't looking deep enough into myself. I, I was trying to control the uncontrollable. Um, I was trying to control the outcome of a lifetime of stages that got to me to where I was. Yeah. And so I was being my own band-aid, um, you know, and, and I wasn't willing to get rid of the things that were helping me get through it, you know, so heavily caffeinated, soft drinks, um, you know, junk food um, and alcohol, um, you know, and, and all of those things, are, you know, um, I just had to, I had to help other people. I, I, had, I had the information and I, and I knew how to convey that information, you know, like I do work, I do little workshops where I'd be talking to people about, you know, my understanding of, I, I like psychologists, that, you know, that, what they're trying to do, but the majority of them to me just sounded sort of like everyone that I've been to was just a sounding board, someone for me to talk to and they were in the room. Um, you'd never get the same one. They'd never have any information about it. They'd always have to start again and it felt, you know, it just felt, it felt wrong. Um, so I said, good luck to you in that industry. If that's who you are, I appreciate the fact that you are a voice for, for somebody to be heard. But when I would explain it to people, I'd say, your mind is like a Mercedes Benz, and if you took your Mercedes Benz to the uh, Emerald Service Station and said, "Can you just do a basic service, mate?" Um, they'd probably be able to work their way through a basic service. Yeah. And then, and then we would, if you took your, it was broken down. You took it on a truck and went back to the same guy and said, "Hey, listen, mate, you know, if, uh, you did a service on this the other day. She's fucked. Uh, any chance of fixing it?" He'd be like, "No, mate. 
I can't do that. You need a specialist. Mm. And I'm like, that is that is exactly what I need you to do with your brain when you're thinking about your brain. Think about the Mercedes Benz and think about anything, anybody is able to help you with the maintenance side of it. But if you fuck it, if you break it, you're going to a specialist. Mm. You know what I mean? And that and and that is and that is where the difficulty starts in your life because when you, you've got to go take your car to a specialist, which is in Brisbane, then you've got to take time off work and it's more cost to get down there and people know that you're going there. So yeah, sort of just trying to make it back. You got to make it back to the service center without. Well, I mean, I like your analogies. I like, I like, and I can see how you'd be using these in the game, right? This would help boys yeah. to try and translate uh, and and utilize their own thought processes. I like it. Um, do you think, though, Jody, that there is there still seems to be? And look, COVID became made people more aware. I think woke some more people up to the actual depth and depravity of society. Um, However, I think men in general, maybe Aussie men in particular, but men in general, we, we, we're, we're just not taught to deal here with our, with our feelings and our emotions, man. You know what I mean? So you, I think there's a misconception uh, amongst us like, oh, just just do it, man. No, well, we don't know how to do it, right? We don't know how. We, haven't, but we weren't taught how to deal with our feelings and emotions. We were even told we had feelings and emotions, right? Um, well, so when you wait. hit the wall, when you hit the wall, as you said, well, you just said before, mate, you saw the wall coming. But you were just going to leap over the wall. I got, I got nothing, man. I, I'll just run through. I, I, I can see that's happening, but yeah, you, know, you don't. You, you've got to be able to recognise the the triggers, right? I, I mean, you said a bit. Some, you've been talking about triggers and stuff like that, and some of your stuff, which is really good as well. Well, um, well you, yeah, you, you're dealing with the mentality of a world that says anytime you do anything hairy fairy, you're a fag. Yeah. And, you know, like if you. If you were to actually embrace your feelings, you're a fag. If you cried, you were a fag. You know, this is mm. you're in my my area, and you got beaten yeah, up for it. So you absolutely. certainly yeah, yeah. You, can't, you, don't, you can't don't express yourself. Don't yeah. Don't don't express a feminine and, aspect to yourself. And and, and mm. even though I believe the fuckery of this world has gone on for thousands of years, and we're only just we're just a small you know small blip in the um in the in the length of this timeline. Um, oh, yeah. I, I I look at the mental health things and go. We had, a, we had a nation of men that went away and saw some of the most atro- the atrocities of war come home to, to the women and children of the time at a time where you had to be the strength of the family, but you couldn't talk about your problems and you certainly didn't have anyone to talk to. Mm. Communication was very difficult other than talking to your neighbour. Um, you know, houses weren't packed on top of each other and, phone, and phones, weren't, phones were a luxury, not a, not a necessity. And, right. and so... What, what are you? You're either a silent, distant dad who's alcoholic, or you're an you're you're an out of control, aggressive dad who is is just off the handle. Mm. It, it wasn't really much in between those two no. things. So you silent and distant, or fucking no. aggressive and over the top. And, and they um, created, and then they created the generation, and then they created correct. our fathers, and then that created us. You know what I mean? And, and it's it's an ongoing. And thing. the beauty, the beauty, and the discomfort of what they were was that. No, nobody judged them. Nobody needed to judge them. They didn't have the support networks. They didn't have the hotlines. They didn't have the help. But when you can see, like I talk about it, like a block, a, a one ton of weight on someone's shoulder. So you lose, one, you know, lose your best mate or something along those lines. You've got one ton of weight on your shoulder. You know where the weight is. You know where you're at, You know what you're doing. You work to remove the calories. And I talk about a ton of straw. You know, when you have a ton of straw on your back, there's just that last straw is what drops, what drops onto you and crushes you, and you don't understand why the why why did that break me? You know yeah. what it was. It was because it's, and it's so hard to unpack all those multi-dimensional little issues that are just mounting up on you. Mm. 
Mm. So back in those days, they had a ton of weight on their shoulder, which was the war, and nobody judged them for that, whether you they were, whether they were silent or whether they were wild. Nobody really needed to judge them for that. Step another generation and your old man was wild. I saw you grow up with your old man being distant. I saw your old man, you grow up with your old man being drunk. I understand why you are where you are. Go one more generation and people have started to lose the fact that understanding why. They're like, no, you've got an alcoholic dad or you've got a dad that's not there. One more generation to where we are now, so me onto mine. And there is no reason for anyone in this privileged society that we have. You know, we're very lucky in this country where we are at the moment. Forget about what, what's going on in the backwater of it. Yeah, but we, you know, we to, on, on, the, on the surface, my children have never wanted for everything. The food's always been on the table. The roof's been above their head and they've got a dad. They've got a dad that somehow turns out to be a distant, distant, you know, heart drinking, fully functioning, you know, anxiety freak. And, and his body's just like glitching like there's a tiger in the room at all times. And nobody can understand. Not, not understanding um, makes it worse mm. um, than, than, than being three generations back with a block of weight on your shoulders. And, that's, and that was, for me, that the, 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 the real confusion for the people these days is that we still feel we still have the passed down hereditary trauma um, with the underlying subtleties of, of what's causing us to feel like there's some sort of stress on us. Yeah. But we can't see it. And, and so, and that makes it worse because when you can't even, you can feel the enemy, but you can't see the enemy. You don't have a reason for being the way that you are. It sort of, it makes you even spiral even more. And that's, yeah. you know, that's, that's the thing that we've been trying to unpack with people is the, is the why. <laughs> well, it's Voicing the why, isn't it, mate? It is the why, yeah. you know, you've got to, you've got to continually, you know, the, there's a few, um, yeah, you're echoing some of the stuff that I've been teaching for a long time. Like I've got these, the, the three principles, keep it simple, three to five seconds housekeeping, right? Yep. And I implemented those principles across project sites, mine sites, all that sort of stuff. And I've been teaching them for a long time. And, yep. you know, it's it's about, you know, there's a process when you're triggered. I, I teach this process. It's like when, you, when you're triggered, it's like, you know, why am I being, you know, does this serve me? No, it doesn't serve me. I don't need to go off like a frog in a sock. All right. I don't need to do that. So don't react. Right. Okay. Then, okay. Why? Why am I being triggered? And what's underneath that? And what's underneath that? And what's underneath that? And you and you've got yeah. to keep peeling back the layers, and digging into why that trauma exists. Because when you get to the actual base reason, which for a lot of us, because of the generation we are of, and the, and our father and their father's father, right? And however that dynamic worked, you know, it, it it's we had a lot of trauma that we brushed off because that was the that was the done thing when we were kids because it was oh that was just how it was you know what i mean yeah then you fast forward and then bang bang you do the same thing in front of your kids and it's like well hang on a minute that's not right you know i, I shouldn't be acting like that i've got no mm. really no reason to act like that why why am mm. i doing this why do i why do i like the drink why do i like this what 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 because this obviously is causing damage. I think there's a generation, and it's I think it's our our generation, mate. You know, there's a generation of men now with enough awareness and enough um, knowledge to go. Hang on a minute. A lot of this other stuff makes sense. Hey, when I meditate, I feel better. When I breathe, I feel better. When I work out, yeah. really, I feel better. If I don't drink ten beers a night, look at that. After a few days, I feel pretty good. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. No, it's there's there's an awareness. I think we're really trying because I, I look. I don't. I I know. I don't really want my kids to have the same trauma that I had. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's, and and you got to do your best to 
uh, avoid that, all right? And the only way through that is through yourself, right? And you, you talked about the heart self, the heart center, you know, the mind, body, soul, that that integration and the balance, you know what I mean? The spiritual, yeah. the, the, you know, the, the book of five rings, man, you know, Miyamoto yeah. Musashi, you know, that's the, that's some of the other stuff. Yeah. And, and so to to go back to the the COVID thing, so this this is where I'm sitting, um, you know, working on people, and I'm and I'm pitching I'm pitching this um, process and this program to people um, of this constant um, you know renewal of um, self worth and and a, and a system of um, integrating uh, working on wellness factors. So the the side program was the average of F was over here. So when you downloaded the app, it said. If you didn't work on the five principles on life sooner or later, life will make sure that you realize that you are just average AF. Um, but you don't have to be a you don't have to be a um, a drone or a clone. You get to choose the F that you are. So in the in the app, you get to choose average and fun, average and foxy, average and formidable, every F word. And, and so this became the talking piece of it that oh, you're as average as fuck. And they're like, no, yeah. so I'm average and formidable, and my wife was average and fiery, and my friend was average and fun. And, and they and so that would be the starting talk, which is a, a you know a niche sort of talk, yeah, talking yeah, like about yeah, what yeah. was out there, and yeah. and 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 you just you, you had to understand, and that's what I kept saying that that average is bloody hard work. Tiger mm. Woods, best golfer in the world, you know, doesn't look after his wife and his alcohol problem turns out to be average as fuck because he you know he falls off his mantle, mm. and and men particularly the further. The further you see the things burning behind you on that on that balance beam, the, the harder you push towards the things that you're good at because you end up spending more time doing that because that makes you feel better because you're getting that you're getting that gratification for like oh, I'm fucking really good at work or real I'm really good at sport, um, you know. Don't worry about the fact that I'm emotionally devoid of anything and I have no yeah. spiritual connection to fuck yeah. all. You know, what I yeah, mean? I'm like, emotional recalcitrant who who. Yeah, I'm an intellectual yeah. freaking idiot because I spend all my time worried about oh, make money, make money, make, make my money, and 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 so um, you know I'm I'm sort of learning that, trying to do that, and I'm punching this at the system and the, and the big business. As soon as I get to the one level above site, it'd just be like oh, you're not affiliated with X, or you know oh, that's a great idea. Oh, thank you, little special person. Oh, but you don't use the key work key work words that we like to use in our in our um you know in our big business sort of funded initiatives and like, yeah, I've seen all your big business funded initiatives. You don't connect with the people because you don't talk to people's language. It's like, I'm telling you that you need to start from, the and you know, you, you call it ground roots up, but you people are not ground roots. So don't tell no, me that you're a guy. No, 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 they don't have any idea. Yeah. yeah. Look, I mean, that's, um, and that, that's a classic thing. You get past a certain point, especially in that industry and no one gives a shit. Yeah. They're all just a number. You know what I mean? And it doesn't matter what. Correct. correct. And, and I, and I was like, this, this is horseshit, you know what I mean? Like I, I started a, I remember um, I started a thing for Movember was just running its course. Like we flogged the death, we flogged Movember to death. And so in underground miners, we weren't allowed to grow mustaches. So I started Mohawk Vember. I had a young bloke who was a, a barber came up to me and said, hey, listen, because I used to, every day I talk mental health before before, and at the end of every meeting, we talk about, you know, talk, call a mate, you know, rah, 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 just make it a vocal all the time, make it a safe space to talk. And um and this young bloke came up to me and said, I love the fact you were talking about it. I'm a barber in in my old life. I'm a barber, and, and men seem to sit down in the chair and they unload and they feel more comfortable talking to me than what they do going to talk to anybody else. You know, rah, rah. I think true. we should do something around that. Beautiful. So Mohawk Vember was was coined, and and we um we it's it's, it's actually I'll, I'll give you the full story. So we I, I um we go for Mohawks for 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 charity, and we're raising money. And we're up to about. $15,000 or something like that. And um, I'm down on the Gold Coast for a holiday in November. 
I've got this mohawk and I've already got, you know, I'm a tatty tat sort of a guy and I'm walking around and people looking at me like I'm a moron. Like, oh, look at this fucking wannabe, you know, be over up. Punk, punk rocker or something, who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm like, I've said to them, and I'm like, oh, no, it's for mental health. And anyway, so I messaged this bloke and he says, the be- I said, who's the best people? Because I'm getting photos from blokes all over the workplace that are dying their hair blind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Putting yeah. the spikes in. Charlie Sheen, you know, Zed's in the back of it. <laughs> the you know, tracks. Yeah, the old the tracks. tracks you know? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. And I'm like, Where, where's the best way to trick, place to trick this up? And he says, you know, go to the God, God Barber in Burley. I said, okay. So I messaged the God Barber. He says, meet me here tomorrow, Monday, uh, you know, Monday morning. Beautiful. We'll get in on Monday morning and there's this, um, there's this guy there. He's pretty miserable. You know, he's missing a few teeth. He's sort of rough, rough sort of looking fella. And he's the only one there. He's just, his vibes, his energy is real low. And I get in the seat and I'm like, hey, mate, yeah, I remember he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I said, oh, talk to me about this, you know, about, you know, I wanted average AF. It's my mental health company. Maybe you can trick that into my hair and that sort of stuff. And he says, look, I don't know nothing about what you're talking about. Um, you know, I'm, I'm only here. That would You would have been talking to my business partner. I'm only here because he, he dove in the surf um, that afternoon. He dove in the surf and um, snapped his neck and he's in intensive care. Oh. And, and, um, so we end up having a mental health conversation while he's shaving mental health stuff into my hair for a mental health foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, and and a month later, I go, I go home and I, I promise him that you know I promise him that we'll, we'll if something happens to him that his his life won't be in vain because he was the most upsetting thing was he was a, he was a true um, uh, what do you call it when they work in the community. Um, Altruist. Yeah, altruistic. Altruist? Yeah, yeah, altruism. Altruist. He was he had just got his first sort of gig. So he, he took young kids off the street that, that had been kicked out of the school education system because they were, they didn't fit in and he would give them they would train them as barbers to give them a point to life. Mm-hmm. And so they were working with youth in the communities and, and he spoke really well and apparently and he had just got a gig at the one of the big schools where he's going to speak to the kids at the schools and talk about other pathways, you know, don't think that just because you can't go to school. Anyway, so snaps his neck a month later, turn off the life support, he's, he's passed away. Mm. Um, so so we eventually cut, start, um, they wouldn't call, they wouldn't let me call it um, Baba Black Sheep um, because it had racial connotations and it made sense to me because Baba and because, um, Black, Black yeah. Sheep meant yeah, that you'd but also sheep because they were Kiwis and I like to put a little bit of piss take and everything. And um gotta give the Kiwis so a bit of shit, mate. That's our that's our responsibility. Correct. And that and so it has to be changed on the spot. Um puts me on the spot. I've got 10 minutes before I go to a pitch to, to the BMA people to change the name. They're like, no, they, they, they're not happy with the name. So the barber share, it's not just how we care as a piss take sort of thing. So the barber share. The barber share becomes becomes a name for you know, sit down for mental health. Five minutes to think about it after you know all the beauty of what I had created was five minutes. So the barber share comes out. We raised twenty eight thousand um, dollars, and we have a massive outpouring of hearts for sitting in the seat and talking about mental health and that sort of stuff. Um, the following year, we fly up the barber shop owner, the guy that did my hair, and the brother, the younger brother, who's also a barber, the younger brother of the guy that, uh, and we dedicate the entire year and the entire thing to. To, to the loss of his life and his altruism with kids and youth. And we start a program that eventually gets funding through, through my stubborn pig-headedness. And basically, I basically messaged the CEO of BHP and called him out, called him out. <laughs> oh, I'm not, not funding, you know, 
of of the gap between what they say they do versus the actual ground, the ground. Yeah, what's actually what going actually, on? Yeah, yeah, what's actually going yeah, on? The, the, the amount of people that are working hard to make this happen and the budgetary issues that I was doing, like pinching budget out of production savings to to fund these sorts of things to keep on rolling because there was no sort of funding for it. So he funds it for a year. So we end up with four barbers across four mine sites around the Moranbar area, free two days a week with Carlos, the Burley Barbershop, the God Barber, mm. um, sending multiple, sending them down, flying them down, all paid, you know, for, for their basically slow days, you know, for, for a year with the mental, um, with the mental health stuff for, for men's health. Brilliant. Yeah, that'd be awesome, campaign. man. That'd be really good. Yeah. Really brilliant campaign. So back to the, back to the COVID thing. COVID hits, COVID hits like a, like a bull and, and my, I'm sitting here pitching to these people that, you know, the reason we're so fucked at the moment is because everywhere we look in social media, we can see, instead of seeing the Joneses, instead of the old days of just walking outside and maybe seeing a nice yard or they're off on holidays, one person every three months or something, or, you know, he's just got a nice new car. We wake up to every day to a thousand people that we barely know showing us that they're on holidays, got a new car, so everything is thing. And, and Yeah, it's all wank, mate. Yeah. yeah it, it is. And, and, I, and I should be ashamed of myself at 50 for not having abs. Um, I should be, you know, I should be ridiculed at sixty for having wrinkles. Yeah. And and if I if I don't become an instant millionaire after doing this um this one hour course online, you know, I'm a moron. Yeah. Um, so there's always this constant confusion of everything's not good enough, and hence the mm-hmm. term that average, mm-hmm. a- average meaning low. Average is fucking hard work when you give spiritual, physical, intellectual, financial, emotional. Yeah. You yeah if you can, if you can, yeah, yeah. If you can get there, man. If you can, you can try and. Yeah, practice what you preach every day across every discipline. You're doing okay, yeah. You know, and- that's what I said, man. Like twenty percent of it, you just got to try and give everything twenty percent to, to actually think you're, you're basically a juggler. You know, you're just trying mm-hmm. to keep those balls up there. So, yeah, man. So no, I get it. I, I didn't. I just. I just wanted everybody to understand that being average is fucking hard work, and it's okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what. And that's what I sort of put that premise around. Average is okay. Like, don't tell. Let don't let people tell you that average is fucking is being lazy or it's not good enough. You know what I mean? It's hard work. Like I listened to. Mm. I listened to um, Andrew Tate a lot, you know, where he's talking about such a high, you need a high octane um, human these days. You have to be ultra competitive to get the best jobs and the best you know, women and all, all the stuff that he does. And and, and, and well, I sort of go. did, stuff that he did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I agree. And I agree with what he's, what he, I, I like, I listen to him in long form a lot. Like, you know, I've probably mm. listened to 14, 15 hours of him. So I understand principles of what he's saying yeah. rather than the, the you know the look there's nothing so wrong like, with the principles man you know what i mean like i think um one of my go-tos is jocko willink right so jocko yeah. is he but he's a certified knuckle dragger but the, the, he's he's a different human jocko yeah. is not from around here man you know what i mean no. like he and he's been doing it for that long that yeah. it's you know kudos to him and he's an inspiration however it's he's built his life his way you know what i mean like uh, yeah. it's the principles that jocko espouses are very valuable discipline equals freedom is is, is the thing that it changed my life i, I can't I'm yeah. really gonna pretend that it didn't it did um however it's i think the, the 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 problem i run into with the ultra competitive stuff is it's like to what end right where does it end because it doesn't mm. end right do you know where it ends it ends in a bunch of uh, narcissistic, pedophilic maniacs ruling the world, man. That's where it ends. Correct. That's where it ends with sure. men. Okay. You, you, Fundamental you, principles you know, of their companies that 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, companies, you know, are built on that same sort of premise: bigger, yeah. better, destroy, yeah. destroy your enemy, overtake, yeah. more not, money, buy out. more money, more money, more money. Yeah. It's never going to yeah. end. Shareholders at the other end going, oh, 11 percent, twelve percent, thirteen percent. You yeah. know, like deep scratching away at your, yeah. at your bottom line. Like the, yeah. the whole system is is designed is, is toxic in that in relationship. So I understood what he was trying to say, but I also wanted to come back to always want to come back to people and go. I'm not asking you to be average by default. I'm saying it's fucking hard to be anything but average if Absolutely. you give everything because you need to give everything. Yeah, yeah I agree. Because you, know, like, yeah. you, you will, you you'll never be the the, the best at the physical aspect of, of life because you can't afford two and a half hours to go to the gym every day if no, you're giving right. the time to everything yeah, else. Exactly so, right. so you have to yeah. be satisfied that that hour that you can give or the 45 minutes that you can give the half hour that you can give that day. That's it. Yeah, that's and, it. And man. you'll never yeah. be the most financially blissed and and understand and you know have all of the all of the red hotels if if you genuinely are emotionally attached to your children where you sort of got to be able to not dive so far into something that when you come back out, like I said, it's it's the it's the old um you have four children and you get angry with one child, you get really angry with one child, well, fucking good luck trying to not be angry with the other three children for the rest of the day. And I don't mean angry with them, I just mean a different human to them mm-hmm. because you're still on edge and you're still triggered about this child over here. So you, 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 it's very hard to go back to super happy and jovial with the other three children. So mm-hmm. it's the same as when you dive into you know, these investment meetings and these high-level things and these stressful things and then you think that you're just going to pull out of that walk through the door and go, Hang that hat up and just go. Hey, everybody! Clown yeah, dad's you, home. You can't. Oh, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. And and that's why I say so. You, so that it's it, the goal is to to not go so far down that rabbit hole that you can't sort of be equally and able to obtain the stability in the other fields or the you know the uh, the conscious level of effort that you needed to do. So I'm look. I I, I know we're sort of approaching our marker time, right? And I think this is the this is the origin story. Um, maybe we leave COVID as a section because um, we've been talking a lot about mental health, and I think it's very valuable. So, where's average AF now? What What are you doing now? Let's forget 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 the big chaos section in the middle. Um, yeah. Is Is it still I, running? I it, what are you doing? I threw it in the bin because I, I had just I literally had just reached the point where I got um, BHP approval for the you know, the, all the niche, you know, wording of average AF once I understood what AF actually meant. Like I gave it, I gave a free shirt to one of the managers and he was walking around site, you know, like, Oh, I've got a free shirt for mental health. And um, the bloke said, Oh, your average is fuck mate. And he's like, Oh no, no, no. This is a mental health site. And he said, yeah, that's what AF stands for. He's like, oh, I don't think so. And he's that, was that religious and that sort of a person uptight about, you know, his presentation to the workforce that he rang me flat out and got pulled in the office and he was, like this, this this is a grown man of fifty years old covering his chest like he had his nipples exposed, and he said, "What does the Afri- what does AF stand for?" I said, "I guess you didn't read the email, the, the long winded email explaining it to you before you went walking around there." No, I did. So I explained you what the AF, and he said, "So it means it can mean fuck like this." I'm like, "Yeah, if you don't look, if you don't do the things that you need to do to look after it." And I said, dude, just take the shirt off. I've never seen someone look so uncomfortable in my life. You look like a fucking teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, and and so he did. He took the shirt off, and 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 that's the and you know um that's that's where I got to with it. I, I had just reached the the pinnacle of being able to use it because it was a bit it was a bit risque, but they knew that they needed something special. I had just got it to be rolled out in camps by giving them two tastes of the free stuff that I'd done with the barber share. So I got the got the people um, online that I needed to for free. The app was free. 
you know what I mean? Like, uh, 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 it was a it was a no brainer for you know all I'd asked for them was funding for all of their camps to up their up their sporting um, their sporting premises or the sporting um, ability there Brand to, to yeah, facilitate yeah. a lot more of it and help me um, help me design um, the uh, there's 120 games in the app so help me put a lot more presentation around the place of where they can perform each app each game in the app and that sort of stuff and then boom COVID hits. The yeah. so COVID, you know, so COVID, story COVID where it just yeah. dump, done. So I'm, I'm, I'm out of the mine. Yep. Um, the, the contacts fade quickly because um, I'm not there running everything. Even the barber share falls over until I, like, three, four months before I hear about it, it's fallen, gone, dead. Uh, until I, re- I message CEO uh, Mike Henry and on LinkedIn giving <laughs> any response, or someone, <laughs> someone responds. Um, and I'm polite. I'm, you know, I'm not that stupid, but I get the response I want and a month later, what do you know, it's up and running, they get a year's funding, so I, I push the right buttons. Um, I, I get over to the, the new mine that I'm at, two guys introduce themselves, two managers introduce themselves to the course of the, the um, meeting. They say that we are the site champions for mental health and if you've got anything, I'm like, oh, beautiful, they're talking about it in induction. This is fantastic. So I lob into both of them on separate occasions two days in a row and explain to them my passion for you know mental health. And by then I'm starting to, I'm starting to feel a little bit better. I'm away from the stress of that old job. I'm thinking I've got a new, fresh start. You know, I'm, I'm known for my. This is a mind that knows me from my um, origin stories. I've, you know, I know, I've either played football with them, I've worked with them, I've gone to school with them. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm much more loved soul there than what I was at the, yeah. at the previous place. Re- reset, except you know, um, and I tell and talk to these people, and they're like, "Oh, this sounds fucking amazing, man! Just what the industry needs." You know, like, and, and um, I said, "Look, I can replicate most of it so easily here." You know, blah blah blah. And I send it all over an email, send it over an email and uh, never hear from them again, either of them. Never spoke to me again about the situation um, to the point where I can only presume my time as a unionist has still got me a mark somewhere right up the chain. <laughs> and they probably they probably presented it to their HR, um, somewhere up their HR, and they've gone, Jody, what? Jody Lowe? No. Oh, I know him. <laughs> oh, no, oh, it's God. really good. No, no fucking no. Yeah, so like, someone, someone, that, someone that you burned back in the bully, the the that that section we talked about earlier tonight. So, I mean, yeah. and this is the thing, man. Your uh, was it your actions echo through eternity, don't they? Right. So yeah, that can happen. You know what I mean? You, yeah. You've got you've got to pay for some of your sins that you did, and, and so yeah, and good you, and good. And every single bit of it has been good mm-hmm. because I because I've learned more about myself. I've been pushed harder against the wall you know i learned more about myself losing money than i ever did making it oh yeah. um and 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 my wife during that time of covid like i, I went down the i'm going to research everything about covid and i'm going to tell you everything there is now about ivermectin hydroxychloroquine monoclonal antibodies and <laughs> blah you know and she's like well something's up here and I, i'm i'm with you this is bullshit we've been ostracized you know our 10th wedding anniversary i cooked her a meal at home because we weren't allowed to go out in our own community because we were mm-hmm. fucking lepers um, you know, thankfully by then we'd moved back to our 20 acres on the edge of town and said, fuck you, we didn't, you know, we don't free any of those places yeah. anymore. Yeah. But the small businesses lose the money, you know, through the coercion of government. Yeah. Um, but she goes a different path for me. She goes through she goes through some sort of spiritual enlightenment type thing and she goes into energy healing and she starts with some new age stuff with um, you know, that uh, with the Reiki sort of things and, and moves on to access bars and then eventually moves away from it. And she's been She's been my rock, um, and it has not been easy for her at all. Probably the hardest time in her life in ten years dealing with me while I'm going through my shit. And she's, you know, she's, um, she's 
got to cop it, the good and the bad. You know, what, yeah. what is he today? Oh, oh, he's funny, happy guy today. Oh, he's fucking angry guy yeah, today. You know, yeah, so you know, her life has been miserable, which is probably why she went to the spiritual sort of path. And that's where it really gets real for me because um, forgetting about this and that and the, and, and the reasons, I, did, I just I started to understand through her that the the she always said that I couldn't heal anyone. I can't help anyone until I heal myself. She's really a strong advocate of saying you can't truly heal someone without healing yourself. So I'm an empath and I take people's energy on um, and, and and because I, I was so poorly mental health myself um you know every time i would sit and have these mental health conversations with someone i, I would get get something on it so i would take some of their bad energy with me you know the, some mm. shit with me and I, and I was yeah and she didn't know how to clear back then but now she knows how to clear she's my she's my rock you know she clears all that negative shit off me i'm trying to learn how to do it myself and i'm a much better better human for it but the way that i explain it to people with what we were what i was going through or what people go go through seeing is we've gone this route we'll stick we'll stick to this route yeah, yes. look, mate. I, look, I think, man. Obviously, I know you want to wrap it up soon. So let's. Yeah. let's yeah, oh, I'm not worried. I'm not. I'm not worried about wrapping it up. Okay. Um, All right. That's cool. So if you you tell me when you're done, and I'm, and I'll wrap I'm good, it up. Man. Yeah. Um. So originally, originally it was sort of seven seven chakras, and we don't necessarily believe in in that whole system. Yeah, it's a little bit too convenient that it's been well. Look, yeah, look, by them or. Yeah, Reiki, Reiki, the, the new age spiritual healing. I mean, as I say, my my wife is the same. She does her own. She does very similar things as well. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, as I say, we're echoing each other for a little, it's good, a little bit creepy actually. <laughs> but yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, look, the, Reiki's is corrupted. There's there's some interesting stuff there, and I know I've just pissed off a lot of people. But however, at the same time, if that is your gateway. Right, if that is your yeah. gateway to energy healing and energy understanding, I don't see an issue with that. Um, you've just got to be careful about how you use that. Um, Correct. Then, it's uh, it's yeah. the same as it's the same for me. Religion, you know, like I've been on the the, the journey that I've been on has been seeing a, 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 a military response, a biblical response, a spiritual response, and a political response. And, yeah. and I've been listening to all all aspects, and I try and bridge the gap for these people to realize, hey, you actually haven't got that much. You've got more in common than you have not in common, and you, right. realistically, the, the enemy is something that definitely is in common. You mm. know, so for, forget about you know, forget about the fact. That, oh, I want to, I want to, I want to strangle them. Oh, I want to hang them up. I, I want to run them out of town. I want to lock them up. It doesn't mm. really matter what you do to them, as long as you all agree that these people need something done to them. That's right. Um, you know, so, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, it doesn't really matter. So yeah. I'm not insulting. I'm not. I'm, I'm not insulting people when I when I have my little opinions on it. I absolutely believe that there is more to the systems in the world, and what I start with with people. Um, like I said, I, I try and digest um, smart people's words or educated people's words. And when I say educated, I mean somebody's put a lot more time into it, my understanding of Reiki and I'm sitting here saying, oh, it's new age um, yeah. from my 15-minute TikTok video just that I've probably heard about <laughs> or something like that. But, but I, I go with discernment and like you said, intent is everything. So, you know, the intent of what they're trying to do with the Reiki is, means more to me than the fact that the Reiki energy might be coming from somewhere that that, oh, that is not where it comes from. Look, man, look, the, the flip side is true. You know, if I run into a Christian person who is a good Christian who gets uh, faith and all that sort of stuff through the church and community and stuff like that, and that gives them strength, and cool, man, no worries. It, it doesn't yeah. everybody's on their different paths. Everyone's on their but different as long as, as long as they don't use that as a virtue that would make, you That's make, right. them, yeah. make yeah. them think that they have some sort of higher higher right. authority than, than me because of the yeah. way that they are virtually telling virtually telling me what they what they do. That's, that's the thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, but, don't don't push and, your shit on anyone, but believe whatever you want. You know what I mean? Like, no. Nah, and so and so, Leah was Leah was really good at teaching me to to understand energy and the flow of energy. You know, top top to bottom, basically for grounding purposes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and what she had said was um, that as as men particularly, we we don't like to we you know we don't like to have the thoughts in our head, and we certainly don't like to have it in our heart space. So what do we what do we do um, what do we do when we have trauma? Is we push it down, yeah, and it absolutely. naturally wants to go there anyway because it's negative energy, it's low vibration energy, mm-hmm. and so it's going to sit down in that low vibrational space energy anyway. And so we push it down, and so and so I explain to people the tree, the tree that sits outside and it's beautiful sunny day, it's all going good, and the drought comes, or the cyclone comes, or the storm comes, and what does it do? It pulls all of its nutrients down from all the things that are pretty and and useful to other things, but not necessarily useful to the tree. It is in a, in a fashion, but it's not. It's not necessary for it to survive, so it yeah, pulls all of its yeah. energy back down into its into its um, solar plexus, but more importantly, its root mm-hmm. and 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 its trunk, mm-hmm. and that's where it sits when it's been hurt, when it's been traumatized. That's where all of its energy and power sits because that's where it feels best. And only when a man truly is able to start thinking that it's safe to regrow, the first place it comes, the energy comes back to is the heart space. Yeah. And what do you feel when it? You feel the emotion that you have been disconnected to from a long time. It could be one year, it could be one decade, it could be a millennia, yeah, depending on how many times you've yeah, relived yeah, this life. Right. But that when it hits that heart space, you are weak and your emotion, you know, emotion filled. And it doesn't even really get a chance to get to the head where you can actually sort of think about it because you've got to go through that space first. What's the first thing we do? <clears throat> Push it back down there, get a drink. Oh, I beat that chest and go and have sex with someone because. <laughs> Yeah, look. <laughs> because that's the reality of what we've sort of taught ourselves how to deal with that sort of stuff. So that the first part of my rebuilding journey with her help was clearing the energy first, because that mm-hmm. gives you the least the free spot that gives you the um, space in your mind to be actually able to say, this is what I'm going to do, set your intention for it. So that when the when the feeling comes, you, you're not shocked and overawed by the feeling of the emotion. Mm-hmm. And, and then say, yep, yeah, cool. So I'm clear in my mind. I understand what my intent is. I know that it's going to hurt the trauma is trauma is locked away down here and it's gonna it's got to go through this heart space to get to where, where it needs yeah, to be where my brain there's, there's some ugly ugly moments mate you got to sit in the ugly yeah but for sure you know i'm walking around one day after i start unlocking the stuff on the toes in the ground and i'm singing cow to the county and i get to the chorus and i bore my eyes out and have to find my wife immediately as a 46 year old grown man and be nursed <laughs> like a small baby on the bosom thinking, i told you it's going to hurt and it's just going to come up randomly and i'm like oh, i don't have to be it does man and that's the thing it does dude this thing it's the weirdest yeah Yeah. like i I, and 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 this is what i'm saying is like i found i'm like oh cool um i I have a i have the gab i can talk i can talk i can make it relatable and and i can have some sarcastic humor involved so you don't feel like such you don't feel like you're in a therapy session, you know, when, when we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. And, and these conversations have helped, has helped, has helped me as much as they've helped the people around me. Oh, but, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, it's just, it's just every time you unlock a new key to what our bodies, what the potential of our bodies are, you also unlock a new lock. You also find a new lock yeah. that you don't have the key for that these fucks have put on there to continue to make sure that we don't find what our potential is. That's right. Um, yeah, and, absolutely. And, and, that, and that's the thing that's been this um, awakening for me as, as I've moved forward is the understanding of like, well, I, I, can do, I can do this, but 
these pricks are doing this and then I can do this and then these pricks are doing this. And, that, and that's really been the story of, of um, my growth from, you know, childhood trauma, bully, successfully, world failed, fell on the head, built back, built back that ego, arrogant ego, shield to defend myself, attack first, never, you know, never get, never get put on the back foot. Makes me extremely, um, makes me extremely good at my job because you know I never nothing ever sneaks up on me and catches me out because I'm hyper aware of what's gonna what risk to my workplace, what risk to my people, you know, all those sort of stuff. So that it's the good and the bad of me, you know what I mean? But but like I said, you know, it gets me to the point. So 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 average AF, I, I throw on the I throw on the shelf and realize. Um, I realise that I have so much more work to do on myself before I can genuinely stand in front of people saying that I, I'm there. It, it doesn't matter. It exists and it sort of pushes, pushes to the side. Mm. And I start talking truth. And in the in the years of talking truth and start doing these videos, what I've, what I've amassed is a collection of people that not only want to hear the truth, but they also want to look for alternatives to the mainstream media's narrative to the big farmers narrative to big businesses agenda and to the to the world health organization's fuckeries mm -hmm. and, and so i'm like oh my god like what has ended up happening is i've built the community that i was looking for by just being a truer better version of myself and not actually using their model mm -hmm. of of how to you know how to use facebook ads and how to you know yeah. how to all of their bullshit that they've created to you know to keep you entrapped in their matrix slave type system mm. i haven't used any of that and i've gone completely away from what i was doing and i found myself in a much stronger mental framework with absolute true belief that i can speak to anybody at any level on 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 what it is that they're doing and how we can and how we can avoid it mm. at the same time with having true connection with people like yourself that would never have happened and um had had you know, myself and you have not been through the trauma that had trajected us onto the path that um, eventually crossed. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. And these are the things. Everything, everything, I'm going to say everything happens for a reason. I, 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 I don't know. That, that, that's an interesting discussion. We could probably wax lyrical about that. However, you know, you're on your path, you're on your journeys. And I think the, um, you know, I mean, I know I, I sort of, I've sort of done a similar thing with the podcast, man. You know, like I, I sit in here in the studio and I record and it's a passion project. You know, I, I, I've never tried to make money out of this, mate. It's, it's never been about that. It's always just been about trying to share knowledge and gain knowledge and have an escape. You know what I mean? Um, yes. And, you know, I, I've, I've had some, you know, look, we've, we, I think the thing is too, man, is that COVID, took its toll on us so much um you know you, you said you listened to the other one the other day you know we, we haven't processed the trauma from the last three years we haven't even begun we haven't even because because they haven't stopped right they just switched gears and, and traded something else for something else right um <laughs> however one of the things it did do is it 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 made a lot of us rise you know what i mean like i was never going to comply Right, and I, and I think, and, and neither were you, right? And I don't, and I don't think people understand what that means. We were never, doesn't matter what happened, never going to comply, right? There, there was just nah. like, and people don't. It's like, oh yeah, but you know, you know, no, 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 you don't get it. We were never going. to, It's never. It was. Ne it is. It was never, and it is never going to happen, right? It, it's no. I, 
there was no point in time where I was close. In fact, the harder they pushed, the more I educated myself, the further I got away from it and to the point where I started the purpose as an anti-COVID and ended up an anti-vaxxer. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so deep into the information space that now that, you know, I can, I, you know, I can give you the, the RFK junior figures that, that he touts because, because I'm like, holy fuck. And, and, um, and, you know, like I joked the other day, I said, you know, that the beauty of this game at the moment is that whatever they're telling me to do, I just do exactly the opposite of that. Yeah, exactly. That's the, that's the, it's the rule. Yeah. They, you guys yeah. need to do this. Okay. See ya. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and look, I, like, I call, I mean, like, I talk about being average. I talk about being an average Aussie. And realistically, it's, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a bullshit. It's a bit bullshit to say that too. I, I mean, I've been so blessed with um, having multiple um, businesses and multiple industries in you know across different types of humans, and 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 that gave me the drive to you know. So I, I've got I've got the the the, uh, the the rocky childhood, and then this gifted um, gifted later in life part. And, and so most people that have the rocky childhood don't get to get the later in life part, and most people that have had the the gifted later in life part started off with the blessed family life, you know, silver spoon type thing that the the, the, crank, the train tracks don't usually cross in and out as many times as I have. So so that's been a gift for me. Like I had I had a, a hotel up in North Queensland. I had a I had a farm, I had a thousand acre um, irrigation farm down on the Murray River. You know, I've had I had a subdivision company where I had to deal with um, people, you know, I've been the union rep, so I've had and I've been the company rep. You know, so I've seen I've seen the I've seen the side of me. Both know, sides of the coin, yeah, yeah, yeah arguing for everything that's you know we want everything we got to you know 2011 we get to get the first eba signed off for the one of the anglo mines and then we get offered um i make hundred and eighty thousand dollars for the year for the first for the first year of the ea agreement and we're nearly going we're nearly get to go on strike because they stopped fucking supplying free thongs for the bathhouse because of tinea like guys are like guys are fucking cracking it like fucking fuck they're taking the fucking thongs off us <laughs> well, like we just made $180,000 fucking dollars and you can't spell your name. Yeah. <laughs> you know? and, like it's a fucking second person in his family to walk upright. Um, <laughs> and, 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 and That's that, not you know, very so, nice. However true it may be, it's not very nice. It's okay. It's, there's no chance he's watching this. No yeah. chance he's listening to this. Yeah, right. All right. Fair um, but, yeah, so, you know, I mean, like, um, so I, I, I say that I'm average... I'm not because of the way this system has um, crippled the ability for people to move around a little bit like the old days, and, you know, see, see the world at the same time as working and, and, um, and, and enjoy this country for the uh, prosperous opportunities that it once had. Um, you know, these days it's just, it's bang out 13 years of school, get a mediocre job in the town you grew up in, stay there and pay taxes until, until at 75 years old, you might've paid off the, you might've paid off the house and die. Um, if you, you know, that's not 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 with some yeah. of the more you know they they they're going to be generational mortgages the way it's going. Well, yeah, they'll just take them off as soon with the new world order. But um, we won't be paying. No, any mate, mortgage. they're going to pay us. They're going to pay us, man. They're going to say, hey, listen, man, listen, you can't pay your mortgage because we've jacked the price up of everything too. It's unbelievable. So yeah. look, we'll, we'll pay for your house, man. Right? We'll give you some money. We'll clear your debts. You'll be you'll be scot free. But we own the house now. Um, it's an interesting story because I, I, I talked about it in 2018 when I first started hearing about that. 2019, he starts coming out with his COVID reset. In 2020, it's quite prominent. Clash, you know, swab. 
And I know, and I and I said to people in a couple of videos, I'm like, think about this, you know, 2020 things are going well, the country's reasonably prosperous, we don't have this killer disease that's going to wipe everybody out, and and things are going well. Um, we've got we've got decent money in the, everybody's got decent money in the bank. That you know, the um, small businesses are going all right. Um, you know, we're we're not anywhere near a recession or depression. Um, we we don't have a great deal of debt. We've paid a fair bit of it down since the global um, crisis and you know crisis. And I said, and then this guy starts saying, you'll own nothing and then you'll be happy. And everybody at the time was like, I'm talking about dipshit. I'm paying 1% interest. You know, I've got fucking jet ski and a fucking. Yeah, man. You know, and a, I'm good, and a bro. Ram. Yeah. I'm cool, bro. Like, see, see you later, bro. And he's like, yeah, no worries. See you soon. And it's like, you know, spend. We're at $1.5 trillion in this country now where the debt doubled the debt ceiling of the, of the global financial crisis, you know, and all of a sudden we're like, you know, inflation, um, inflation hits. 30% so what's it, what's it what's it what's it like up there at the moment? I bet you there's a jet ski and a Ute and everything else like that on every corner trying to be sold. I imagine is there? Yeah, starting starting to be. I mean, we're still in a mine and boom here. Like they're throwing ridiculous. They've thrown money here like I've never seen any, you know anything like it. You know, what I mean, there's from two hundred fifty dollars an hour at certain certain track certain you know skill sets um, to to come around. So I mean. We're we're a little bit shielded from it here. We're not really seeing it that much. Um, you know the. Yet, so this is another point of me when I'm, you know, when I'm walking around talking about the uh, the end of the world is near, you know, like um, <laughs> with your sandwich then, board then, and, your, yeah. and your bell. I'm, your I'm, in a, bell. I'm in coal mining towns where they've got three, you know, most of them have got two investment houses that have just doubled in price in the last four years. The shares, anything to do, everything, everything, any share that you bought since COVID has tripled, tripled and tripled in value, and they're, and they're, they're, you know, hourly wage or the salary is about two hundred thousand dollars a year. There, and they're going, what are you fucking talking about, mate? Fucking sunshine sweet. and apart from that great big apart from that great big white line up there in the fucking clouds, like um, you know, everything's going really everything's going well. Yeah. Um, you know, like and so it's very difficult to get to these people to explain. So I'm happy to be up here. This is my own ground, these are the people that I know, these are the people that I love, and the people that I you know stand for my country to, to protect whether they whether their ignorance head in the sand is gonna is gonna cause them to um to get stung without um someone fighting for them. I will fight for them. And, and I will be the person that they um, eventually come knocking on the door and go, uh, you know that Klaus Schwab bloke? Well, fuck me. You know, the interest rates we've just had 17. Bring in three more children and another yeah, yeah. couple of vials <laughs> and a drink. Yeah, well, one of my favourite memes is like, it's not like they'd make the villain, you know, like they in the movies where you dress up weird and have a weird accent and stuff like that. He's got that. <laughs> yeah. He's got that one. The one the outfit that he wore to the like to the twenty twenty one fucking um, yeah the, the uh, forum Davos yeah, yeah, forum yeah. yeah but it, but yeah so um well mate listen and listen I I think. I think we're probably coming to the end of this episode because I think what we we've done here, mate, is it is it we have. I'm going to call this an origin story. Is basically that yep. that sort of came to me while you were talking. Um, I definitely want to get you back on. Let's uh, because you know we can wax lyrical about multiple different sides of this. I like the fact that you do look at it from all sides. You have to right? the, the the ability to remain thinking critically the ability to be able to look at things from different ways and different sides is so very valuable because it's not one thing, it's all things. And the, and the reason that um, there's so much cognitive dissonance is because we're not, re- you know, no one's really ready, right? It's like no, a yeah. lot of people don't want to admit the depth of the depravity and the, and the depth of, and, and the fact that it's been going on for a long time, I think, you know, 
I I backed out of the rabbit hole probably was it 2022 no it was the end of 2021 when i had the grand epiphany that this has probably been the plan since the if not the 1900s way before that as well you know what i mean like yep. it's just an application of a plan that the the yeah that the, the, there's been put in place for a long time and yeah you know and and we live in a very interesting world but i think the the mental health health back mental health aspect of this show will be very valuable to the listeners and i think you know i heard you know, there's a bit of redemption story going on there, Jody. You know what I mean? And, and at least there's a lot of men that wouldn't have even admitted that you were the asshole that you were, right? Mm. There, there a lot of men wouldn't even admitted that, right? And obviously, as I sit here now, can I see that? Yeah, I can see that, but that's not who you are now, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think kudos for getting to where you are on your journey and, and being as open and honest, you know, I think the reason I asked about average AF, I'm like, man, I want to get a part of that, <laughs> You know, like yeah. I, would, I would have loved to, have, you know, because as I said, I've been teaching for a long time, man, and 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 you know, it's it's the messages you get from the students, you know. Thank you very much. So yeah, yeah, you know, the, I'm, I'm teaching them about safety, but it was the it was the 45 minutes that I did on mental health that changed their life, you know. And safety doesn't well, mental health is an aspect of safety. You will be a safer worker if you, you, you yeah, you can you can have the safest mind in the in the, in the world. If, but if someone shows up mentally incapacitated, they don't have a you don't blow on the bag when you get there to know whether you're mentally incapacitated. That's right. That's you, right. You know what I mean? There's no there's no real test for that other than someone watching and being aware of what what the mm. symptoms are to look for. And like you mm. said, you just had dinner with a bloke. You know, you had dinner with a bloke or breakfast with a bloke at some stage in your life who you would consider you know, awake enough and aware enough of a human being to have noticed something if something was there to be noticed. Oh, for sure. I did, I, there wasn't. I didn't see anything, man. And he just... And that's what I'm saying. There's no yeah. test for that at the front gate. No. No, um, so it's, 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 it's as important to vital... It's as important to zero harm in a workplace as as the food that they eat, as the camp that they stay in, as the, the, the situation of their, um, you know, their family, like um, their family home situation. So, um, yeah, look, I'm really... I, look, honestly, I really am I'm glad that we had that well, particularly if we, if we, if and when we um, talk again, when you get me back, because um, I think it's vital for people to see um, that normal Aussie um, people go through the same normal shit that they go through. Absolutely, um, yep. And, and that, and that it is possible um, to to find your way forward. And yeah, and, and it's and it's not only possible, but it's necessary to truly be able to get back to a space of critical thinking for where the next conversations that we have will, will come yeah, from. Ab- yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the, the you know, there's there's the three aspects that I, I talk to the students about these days, and it, it's common sense, critical thinking, personal responsibility. Yeah. You know, you, you tack on, keep it simple, three to five seconds, housekeeping to those three. And, yeah. you know, in, in today's modern society, I mean, you would know, mate, the, the um, catering to the stupidest person for the last 20 years in safety hasn't really helped us. Um, it's taken a level of common sense and understanding of job task and that sort of stuff and, and dumbed it down probably too far. Um, yeah. However, the ability to have common sense and to think critically, especially to observe some of the stuff that's going on, right? And I think... What you've done, mate, you're coming back. Don't worry about that. This is a good groundwork conversation. This is a good, this is the, I'm going to say, I'm going to call it an origin story. And I really appreciate the um, the vulnerability you showed tonight, man, um, because it, I, I imagine there was a time when it wouldn't have been easy to talk about it. some of the things you talked about tonight. I know that from my own experience. So I really thank you for, there's a courage behind that that we don't recognize as Aussie males as well. 
you know, yeah. we, we see it as the next thing. Oh, yeah, I can talk about my, you know, my, you know, when I was, you know, fiddled with as a kid and all, you know, I can, and then, you know, I can talk about that stuff now. Yeah. But we, we don't recognize the, and we've got to make sure like we talked about, you talk about the heart space, man. And that's, you know, that's such a, um, yeah, we probably should dedicate a show to that. We should probably talk about the heart space in particular outside of everything else because it's, as a man, working through your heart space is one, I think, is one of the most difficult things we can do. And and yeah. yes, it's about making sure we are the, a good husband and a good father and all that sort of stuff. But you've got to be able to find love for yourself, right? And I think that's one of the most difficult things to do Um and and give yourself your own appreciation, right? So I mean, as I say, I just I appreciate the courage you showed tonight. You need to recognize that it doesn't matter how many times you've told that story, it doesn't matter, right? Hmm. You still can tell it, right? And I think yeah. um I know there's boys around Australia and around the world for that matter that will appreciate the fact that you took the time to tell your story tonight, dude. So um yeah, look, there's so many million other things to talk about. And we're 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 two hours in, dude. So we haven't even started we haven't even begun to scratch the surface of everything um so look mate I, I look forward to having you back um and did you want to leave the listeners with a final thought mate before we before we log off for tonight oh no nothing nothing that needs like that we haven't really covered nothing profound but i don't need any some some big quote or anything like that i just yeah. i just want people to know i just want people to know that um that it is possible to um, to deal with that trauma, that you are not alone. Um, that that calling this um, the, calling this courageous to be able to speak about it will will be that way until we're all speaking about it that much that it no longer needs courage. No, to do it, so. Absolutely, exactly, and and yeah. I, and I, and I yeah. wish and, we would and, all get to that point as well. Yeah. And and we and we will get to that point when and, and we truly we truly will get to that point together. Um, and, and we'll understand what balance is that we don't have to that we don't have to cry about every single situation that doesn't go our way, but we also but we also have to recognise that um, that you know that, that there's um, modalities out there to to make sure that we can help stay balanced, and they certainly aren't alcohol, they certainly aren't drugs, and they certainly aren't anything that the mainstream media or the big pharmacies are peddling our way as as yeah, um, band aids for band aids for those sorts of things. So. Mate, I think um, that's that, that's very well said, man. So, we, and you know, I think it's uh, yeah. There's not much more to say there. I think you you trust your instincts, right? You know what's good for you: sunlight, exercise, good food, good times, bit of fun, water, water, drink some water. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> I've been sipping on mineral water the whole time we've been talking. You know what I mean? And eight, eight weeks sober. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> well done well yes. done yeah. yeah i mean i, I don't i don't drink man i don't drink as i say i yeah. have the i have the odd cigarette every now and again that's 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 like my last vice but i don't drink i don't drink much anymore every now and again yes but um everything in moderation including moderation but uh but i used to drink i used to drink to for escapism for, to get away from the life so that i could have this conversation by a fire with some bloke at two in the morning and not remember it the next day i feel like for, shit yeah, now that's right. now i'm so comfortable having these conversations that I look forward to it so much that all day long I was like thinking about, oh, this, you know, good. Yeah, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, not even that. It's just, um, just looking forward to having a good, decent conversation with someone who, you know, I've been listening to your podcast, so sort of getting that feel for somebody before you even meet, you know, officially meet them. And, and yeah. when you can talk to someone that you've never met before for two hours and, and sort of go, 
Oh, I guess we have to stop it here. Yeah, we're yeah, we're, we're not choosing to stop. We have to stop. Everyone work. You know, we we got to go to work. We have got to do stuff. <laughs> that's, that's right, mate. So yeah, thank we, you very much for your time, mate. And I really, really look forward to um getting getting a bit deeper into into the um world of fuckery that we. That oh, we look, it'll be fun, man. It'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get down and dirty the next time, eh? Thanks very yeah. much, everyone. Good on you, Jody. Thank you, man. Uh, until next time. Thanks, mate.